Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, you are listening to Lee's on Radio on the TalkShoe Network at TalkShoe.com. And it is call ID 114-689-POUND. And, of course, if you're calling in, you're going to put in one pound for the pin. I am your host, Christy, and my co-host is Miss Celia. Hello, everyone. Good Friday. Good evening. It's a good Friday. It's a good evening. Um, we have a very special show tonight. Um, before we get to our lovely special guest on the line, we are going to do some quick announcements, very quick announcements. Um, happy belated birthday to Celia, who celebrated her birthday. Was it yesterday, the day before? Oh Wednesday. 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 It was Wednesday, because I know I messaged you, like I contacted you, and I, and the days just run together for me, so. You know me. All my friends call me Dory, by the way. Like, I am Dory. Like, I will forget stuff. <laughs> I put reminders on my phone and everything. It's crazy. So I knew it was this week. So that's why I'm glad we have Facebook. So it reminds, you know, it's like, oh, you used your friend's birthday today. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. So thank you, Facebook. Because <laughs> I would totally Thank you, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> And today is happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Dad. You are the reason for my existence. You are the reason for doing the things I do and being able to go to places I've been able to go and going to college and meeting the people I've been able to meet and I've been able to do a lot of amazing things because of you. And I know you're not listening to this, but I love you and maybe one day you will. So, hey, happy birthday, Dad. And he actually shared a birthday with Eric Markoff's twin boys, apparently. Like, I told him that. And I'm like, you know, you share a birthday with this guy from days, and he's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> but I'm as old as Jackie Chan. I do know that because I asked him how old he was, and he was like, I'm as old as Jackie Chan. Just look him up. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jackie Chan, too. So, and then since we weren't on last week, I wanted to say happy belated anniversary, GH. 54 years, going on 55 next year. That's crazy. Amazing. And I've only been oh. watching it for like 30, so of those 65, 64 years. And for yeah. me, it's been like 12 on and off. I still feel like I'm a baby watching like GH. Like I got into one of my college days. It was so good in the beginning. <sighs> Anyways, okay. So our special guest. You may know him, but here's a little bit of scoop for those of you who didn't. This is his official, like, After Buzz TV bio. So he is a – James Lodge Jr. is a Los Angeles native who began the journey of having the best life possible six years ago after 20-something years of many careers that included nursing, hospitality, food service, retail, 
merchandising, insurance, education, and event planning. James started his own company in 2009 called The Super Organizer. In addition to professional organizing, in 2004, he graduated from Coach Training Alliance and became a certified life coach. Besides that work, he is also in the arts and media world. His Black Hope Productions is, have, is working on a variety of projects. He is also a background actor who is featured on House and Privileged. He has several books coming out and is a host of his own radio show on Adrenaline Radio called Super Organizer Universe Radio. Since 2014, James writes a blog called The Super Organizer Universe. He is also a recurring co-host on AfterBuzz's Dish and Days recap show, and you may know him on GH Report and so many other AfterBuzz TV shows. I, I think I literally lost count seeing them all on YouTube. So, welcome, James, to the show. Hello, Hello. everybody. Hello, ladies. Yes, I um, I, actually, I'm not auditioning days anymore. I need to take that off. I'm, I, I kind of show up every once in a while and do the show. Um, but I was a I was a recast, and I was on for a year, and then I I created the rest of the soap block. So I went on, you know, yeah. James Report, you rest this wrap up and bowl breakdown. So I do bowl breakdown and rest and James Report every Sunday. And I pop up on the others every once in a while and pop in. Pop in. So, yes, and, I'll, and a bunch of other shows. Yeah, I do a bunch of other shows. I mean, I've, I've done over 400 hours of television at AfterBuzz in the last couple of years. That's really impressive, honestly. Thank like you. I was looking at everything you do, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know how I do it. I don't know how I do it. I, just, I do sleep. I do sleep, everybody. I swear, I do sleep. I'm good. That's that's really important. Yes, I love sleep. So I just want everybody to know that I do sleep, but it's a, I just it's good time management. I'm organized, so I have good time management. So there you go. Yeah, you and my wife. I was listening to that on soap party when you get talking about that. Yes, I'm a professional. I have or that's why that's why I have the radio show, the blog, my company, and. And so I love I love organizing. I love time management. I think it's I think everything runs smoother when you have the correct steps for time time management. When you actually can map things out, this life is so much better when it's managed. Yeah, I wish my yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's a good concept. Okay, yeah. so a lot of people don't know, but my son is um, autistic. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So management, time-wise, it's like, eh, eh, some days, you know. So I just kind of go by his time, you know, time. So it's like, eh, eh, you know, every day well, is different. You, and girl, let me tell you something. I just had on my show this week, because it's, 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 as you know, it's National Autism Month here in April. Yes. Uh, as you know. Right? Or, I know you or, know. or in my house. All twelve months of all the year. All twelve months, yes. All twelve months, yes. But at least we get some, like, some more. It should be year mm-hmm. round, obviously year round. Um, yes. Uh, knowledge on that. But I interviewed Dr. Annette Nunez. We talked about autism and her I Accept campaign, which you can find online. And she's a great, she's a great doctor. She's done a lot of research. There is um, an organization that helps with autistic uh, children, um, and on the other spectrum. You know, ADHD, ADHD, mm-hmm. all this stuff. There, there is ways to do help people who aren't like the rest of us in terms of time management. And so it's, it's a little, mm-hmm. you know, a whole different approach. So there is something out there for you. There is, there's a stuff out there people are working yes. on. Yes, I mean, it, it, it's working. It's 
I can say it's better than what it was before. It's getting yeah. better the older he gets. Yeah. It's getting better, but sometimes I'm like, ah, you know. <laughs> well, I'm sure. But but, the, well, but I want people I want people I want people to know out there that so because someone's autistic they can live a full yep. and rich life and that it yes. doesn't mean that their life yes. is over. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody asked me when he was diagnosed when he was six, he'll be ten in May. Um how I felt about it and I'm like, eh, like it it didn't bother me but I also been through like ten to twelve other hurdles before this yeah. with him. Yeah. So by the time and I I mean, I've always known since he was little. It was just kinda you know and that was that was me. It was like it's not like it's the end of the world. Like no, no, he's gonna no. be the best. He's gonna be you know and I don't I don't his diagnosis I don't make it hold him back. Like, I yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, he can go, ten, you know, up here with the rest of the kids, let's do it. Like, yeah. and if he's struggling, then we'll go back. But I'm going to yeah. put him up on this high, you know, pedestal. And if we yeah. need to, you know, wind him back a little bit, then that's fine. But that's how yeah. I've always been. I've never used it as an excuse. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, because he can. He does awesome you know he just he just processes things in a different way exactly so exactly. you know exactly. so but he's happy he's you know healthy and i couldn't ask for a better part you know a better son so um and Yay. i and if you and he's are so friends cute. with me on and he is he's adorable he's so cute too um, me and Tilly have been able to meet a couple times in person so yeah. For the longest time, and we didn't even meet in person. We just knew each other. So. Oh, funny. So, yeah. um, and if you're friends on Facebook with me, like, it's all about the autism, awareness, mm-hmm. um, acceptance, okay. like, and that's me. It's like, if you have a question, ask, you know, because I'm, you don't come home with a, when your child's diagnosed, you don't come home with a, Manual, like here, this is what's, you know, you ask other people, you ask right. other, you know, mothers, you know, and that's how I've learned is through other people. And, you know, and one of the biggest things that is a miscommunication um, or a misconception um, um, with autistic kids is they're not all the same. Right. Because my not. son is different than Bob or Joe or, you know, no. No autistic kid is the same. Just like no right. child with ADD, ADHD is the same. Right. Or with, you know, whatever, they're all different. So mm-hmm. um, I love bringing out the awareness. And since it is April and it's autism awareness, yes. there, there you go, people. <laughs> so wait, when's, so, your, yeah. when's your son's birthday, May? Uh, May 1st. Oh, is it good tourist on May 10th. Good, good nice tour. Oh, yeah. yep. Which means he he's will gonna be, be, he's, he's gonna be strong. He's going to be strong, man. He's a tourist. He, he's gonna he's gonna work through it. Yes, he is. Very, he's very hard headed. Um, he looks just like me, and I always say he has my attitude. I'm an Aries. Yes. So yeah, it, it it's like sometimes it's like looking at myself and physically looking at myself because he looks just like me. So, I, have, like, I have a twin mother myself, so I know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> like ah 
but yes, he's yeah. very strong. He's very hard headed. He likes what he likes, and there is no telling him any different. And I'm like, okay. You know, I I was a preemie, so I was I was born months or so early, um, and so I know I. I, when I see preemies, everybody, when I say they're a Taurus, they're going to fight you and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Just, we fight. We fight. We're, the, the horns are out. The hooves are in. We're going. We're going. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. That's how my niece, you know, my niece, she was three months or two and a half months early. Wow. And she's, yeah, she's 19 now. And wow, she's a good. fighter. She, she's yeah. a Capricorn, but, you know. She weighed no more than four pounds. Uh, she, no, when we did. brought her home, she could fit in a size seven women's shoe box. Oh yeah. Like she was itty bitty, and now she's tall and feisty, oh, yeah. and you know. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, Fighters. Yeah, I love it. I do. I love it. But happy birthday to you too. Happy birthday to you. So. Thank good. you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right, I think it's time for our icebreaker interview game. We should get to that. And then, okay. of course, get into the days and GH stuff that I'm sure everyone wants to hear. Because <laughs> they're definitely yeah. going to want to know your opinions. I know they're waiting. Yeah. Um, so, um, Celia and I are going to ask you three random get-to-know-you questions. And then you can ask okay. us three questions. And they okay. can be the same. They can be different. I just figured it might be a fun little game for, for us to just get to know each other, and then we will get to talking about, um, well, asking you about days, and okay. I'm going to do days, because okay. I'm so much more into days right now than I am into okay. GH, and then okay. uh, she's going to cover G. Okay, got it. All right, so first question, your favorite soap opera, past or present, and why? My favorite soap opera, past or present, and why? My favorite soap opera, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna be nighttime. Actually, of all the soap operas of all the land, no, um, of all time, my favorite is Dallas. And oh, why? And why I love Dallas is because at the basic core of the show, it was about a family, and it was about two brothers who loved each other, but one was the good boy and one was the bad boy. And JR's portrayal, Larry has portrayal of JR, he had a twinkle in his eye when he did stuff that you loved to hate him. Um, then all the characters that were that came with it, Sue Ellen and Pam and Lucy and and and, and Jamie and I mean, it was, everybody came through there those thirteen seasons. I just think the show was so well done. Um, it created the cliffhanger that even uh-huh. daytime yeah. took on. Um, that the, the expansion, right. they, took the, they took the, you know, the big, I mean, every, I mean, who shot JR? Well, it's number one. Right. I mean, Everyone heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, all, I, I remember all those. It was just, it was just such a, it influenced um, daytime soaps. There was a uh, capital for a while in Texas. They influenced the soap so much on One Life to Live. They added the Buchanans. I mean, like, it totally, yeah. it completely, everything. And then later, it, it begat on Dynasty, Alexis. Alexis character yep. Colby was very much a female JR. It begat mm-hmm. Abby on, on Knott's Landing. It be, I mean, it's like it became this thing where it's influence on nighttime and daytime soaps and daytime and nighttime TV is so felt. And when they brought it back, I hated it. 
on the story. Um, that was but, that was my question. That was going to be my question. How did you like I, the reboot? I think, I think Cynthia Cedric, who brought it back, should be shot because she was she should have been shot because she ruined the show. She admitted she was not a fan of the original. Yeah. To me, that's mistake number one. I think the only thing they did correctly was the casting. Everyone was casted yeah. perfectly. I thought um, Homegirl who played Anne was perfect addition to the show. I think the girl mm-hmm. who played Pamela Rebecca was good. I think the new Christopher was good. Josh Henderson as John Ross was perfect. I think oh, they, yeah. casted, they casted it so well. And so the actors yeah. can act. They were all there. Joanna Brewster, um, yeah. Judy Gonzalo, all, they could all act. Mm-hmm. And they squandered it. The only episode that I think was the best of the whole season, unfortunately, was when J.R. died. And mm-hmm. it was J.R.'s masterpiece. And the acting, to me, Patrick Duffy and uh, Linda Gray, who I got to meet. I love Linda Gray. She was great. They both should have had Emmy nominations. Their, their performance, because they were friends with Larry Hagman in real life. So you can yeah. tell in the acting, it was an yeah. extra layer. And so, yeah. so to me... Of all soaps, to answer your question, SB Dallas, hands down. Mm-hmm. Wow. That I was not expecting. See, there you answer. go. I love it. I actually, I love it. I'll do the expected, so there you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. So now here's a random question. Random. These next two are not soap-related at all. Okay. 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 What is one thing you do to maintain good mental health? Gardening. If anybody follows me on social media, I'm always talking about my garden. I'm always uh, posting in my, in my IG stories. They're all about my garden, my bougainvillea, and my, and my nectaries, my loquats, and my tomatoes. I mean, I love I – have, I have plants all through my house. I have, I mean, it's a, I have just greenery everywhere. And then my, I have a huge backyard. I live, in, I live in South L.A. I live in Inglewood. I live near the water, near the airport. So I have great weather where I'm at. I have this huge, gigantic yard, I just, in front and back. And I've just been, the last three or four years, have been planting and landscaping and just my hands in the dirt. Having my hands in the dirt and, and tending to something and watching it grow and come to fruition. And when I have my harvest, and I was like, the other day I was skipping through my my loquat bush and just picking my loquats and it was like a beautiful day outside and I could have been happier. I just couldn't, I couldn't have been happier. I mean, I, anything could have happened. I wouldn't even care because I was like picking my loquats and, and I just, I love my garden. That's what keeps me, because I work so much and I have so much going on that keeps me sane. Wow. That, for me, for me, it's TV, like zoning out to days at the end of the day. That's what keeps okay. me sane because, I have two jobs right now and an internship, okay. so it's crazy hectic. And if I have a day off, I'm like resting. I'm doing like next to nothing. Mine's baking. That's how it is for me. I'm such a girl in that aspect. Mine is baking. It just kind of releases. Like if I'm stressed what? or I just I've had like just a rough time or rough day or you know I love to bake, but I love to cook too. So. Yeah, I, I love it. So yeah. my mom may or may not like that because, you know, I fix all the good stuff. And it's like home scratch, like recipe, like. Oh, good. So, 
yes, and I will cook, and it's like, I don't know. And, like, even when I cook, like, I'll just throw something in here and a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I'm like, how is it, Mom? And she's like, that's delicious. So um, cooking and baking for me. I love it. I love it. Ooh, that kind of leads to the next question, which is good segue. Favorite food? My favorite food in the entire world is my weakness. It's my complete, utter weakness is ice cream. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like Oprah. I love ice cream. No, I think <laughs> ice cream, between ice cream and bacon, I feel like yes. those those two things, yeah. bacon's God's meat, sorry. <laughs> Everything's better with bacon, I feel like. It's everything. It's, it's God's meat. And then, um, and then I ice will cream. send you, James, I will send you a dozen bacon donuts that is at my local. Um, I love, oh, my God, I love bacon donuts. Because it's hard to find Ooh. here, like, true bacon donuts. I've had to go to, I've had to, go to Oregon to Voodoo Donuts and get a mm-hmm. maple bacon donut. I've had to go to other places oh, and get them. It's wow. hard to get them here in L.A. I would love, oh, my God, I'd love big ice. I, I have a friend who's made, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take you. I, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, who's in Memphis? Me? So, yeah. She is. Okay, yeah. here's the deal. I was there last year visiting my niece, and my, my niece and her husband moved to Memphis. He works for FedEx. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He works big down there. And Obviously. I love the new streets. <laughs> I love, Why else moved to Memphis? Oh, FedEx. I I know. I loved Beale Street. Had a great time. I also loved the commissary with it for barbecue. Mm-hmm. And we lined. It was so good. But no one took me to get them maple bacon donuts. I don't know. I'm like, hello. I didn't they didn't go like, to Gibson's? Gibson's? No. Is no. Yes, Gibson's Donuts. Next time you're here, tell them to take you to Gibson's. Or I'll yeah. take you to Gibson's. We go to okay. Gibson's at least three times a week. My son get, loves their caramel donuts. And oh Gibson's has been here for years. Like, it's known as, like, the best donuts ever. And they're fresh. Okay. Oh, my God. And they have bacon donuts. Okay. Amazing. So. Okay. And well, all kinds I'm of other like, donuts. Why am I taking a trip to Memphis this summer to see my niece and them at her new house? So <laughs> I'm like, so we'll see what's going on there. But, I yes, I I was like, Memphis, wait a minute. I was just saying, I went to Graceland or they would Don't sweet to donuts. Um, anyway, so, yes. But ice cream and bacon, I would say those are almost a tie, but ice cream would probably edges out a little bit more because I, I love ice cream. I just think ice cream is so mm-hmm. good. It's, it's so fattening and bad and all this stuff, and <laughs> I love it. Love Favorite it. flavor of ice cream. Okay, it's going to sound so, like, really, James. My favorite flavor is vanilla. I, vanilla. I just love <laughs> vanilla ice cream. I just think that, I, think, I mean, it's, it's just... There's no distraction. There's no, like, craziness going on. I just, I mean, I've had other flavors. I mean, I like cherry vanilla, and I like some cookies and cream every once in a while. But I don't want to fight with my ice cream. I just want some nice vanilla that's creamy and rich and just makes Mm -hmm. me want to cry. And that's what I want. That's what I want. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, this is not dealing with soap. Well, it kind of can be dealing with soaps. um, But if you were... Okay, so you were stranded on an island, okay. and you had one person to be stuck on the island with. Who would it be, and why? That's, now you tell me. So that's precisely for the soaps, right? Yes, and you had to be any soaps you want. Can be general well, hospital are, are, are days. 
I got the answer already because she's my favorite person okay. in the whole entire world, and that's Kristen Alfonso who plays Hope Williams Brady. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would have her. I would have her with me the whole time. I know, right? I feel like she would be a good person to have with you. She's been on a few islands in her. Yeah, so she was going on. So like, but she's my girl. I'm like, it doesn't even matter. She's my girl. I love I'm Hope, honest. by the way. Hope is Thank my girl. You. Thank you. It's mine, too. So I, 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 I love Hope, Hope. Hope. So yeah. I do. I love Hope. So, no, that, that, I'd pick her naturally. I'd pick her because she's just, you know, the one. It's Gabby for me. Hi, uh, Gabby. Well, I, mean, my I love her choice. feistiness. She would fight you know, to the end to get that off. Well, I don't know. I, I've, met, I've met Camila Banu, so she's beautiful, first of all, and super nice in person. Um, she's just, like, stunningly beautiful. So, yeah, but she's nice. Oh, my now, gosh. She's gorgeous. Now, you see her workouts? Like, I'm like, yeah. that's insane. Like, I can't I would be Carly. <laughs> I would be Carly. I lo- I'm I a love, Carly I girl. Yeah, I love Through and through. I love Laura. But now you know, if I had to pick, if I, if I couldn't get Hope, the other person I would pick, of course, everybody who watches my show knows I'm in love with him, Donnell Turner. It's Curtis. Oh, I, would have yes. him anywhere, I would have him anywhere in the world, trust me. And in real life, he's super nice and spiritual, and, and he can fight and he can do stuff. But I'm just like, I, I, just, I would just pick him and, and two chicks from a lamb's tail. He'd be next after Hope. Yeah, okay. I think Chad would be next for me. It would be like a tie. But that's just mm-hmm. my favorite no, couple. my girl Carly. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, our plans may not may or may not work, but at least we would have plans going. Yeah, plans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, her, her plans don't always go the way that she plans, but maybe no. with me on her side, it may work. It'll balance each other out. Like, who knows? You never know. Um, it'd be fun and adventurous. Exactly. So, exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so this is probably one of my favorite questions because I talk about it all the time. Like, if traveling was ever free, you would never see me. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a traveling question. Where would you, if you could, where would you either visit or live? It can be anywhere in the world. Um. Okay, so my father is half Dutch, and my family is from Amersfoort in Holland, south of Amsterdam. I would love to go, and I've never been, so I would love to go to Amsterdam and be with the canals and ride bikes, look at the tulips, um, you know, all, I would love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just have not, I haven't gone yet. My family's there, and I'd love to go, and I love the Dutch food and my stroke waffles, and I, I, just, I grew up with the culture, I just don't, I've just never been there. Um, so I would like to go there to visit. If I could live anywhere right now, because my mother half my family's from the Caribbean, mother's Puerto Rican. I would love to live in the Caribbean. If I could live in the Caribbean, I would just have a house there and just live there. And it's, just, it's quiet, peaceful, and beautiful. I just yes, those are the two places for me. I yes, I'm I'm a beach girl. Like minus the hurricanes, put my my yes. butt in the sand. My toes in the sand and give me a margarita and I will be good. Same here. And my kids just play. Like I, I yeah. love the beach. I absolutely well, I love, love the beach. I'm I a beach girl. The, so I live near the beach. I live about I live about five minutes away. I used to go to the beach all the time growing up. So I mean, I'm the same way. I'm a beach person um, by nature. So um, uh, the the Santa Monica Pier. I know where that is. I'm south of there. I live near Manhattan Beach. I live near the airport. Okay, so okay, live... okay. Yes, yes. So I, I know where I'm, that I'm one about, is, too. 
I'm about seven miles from Santa Monica. My far, we're the same size town. We're on the, I'm on the west side. We're on the west side, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm South Bay. What they call it South Bay. So I'm near uh, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach. I'm near there. Yeah. I'm near that down there. Yeah. Yeah. My when I went to go visit LA when I was 16, the one, the one and only time. My cousin right. lives out there. She, um, she gets old. Um, movie films, like, from, like, the 1920s and 30s, and she re, yeah. uh, redoes them. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So, um, I don't know what studio she works for right now, because she switched over the years, and she just moved to this one, but that's what she does. She, like, revamps them and makes them into, like, DVDs and fixes them if they have, oh, like, wow. little... Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's what she does. And we went out there when I was 16, and I kind of saw everything. So it was fun. I, I really enjoyed L.A. L.A.'s big. It's really big. It's spread out. It is. It's yeah, it's, it's big and busy. Um, and we may or may not drive on. in L.A. If I ever drive in L.A. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah, scary. It's, it's, it's scary. I know. So. 20 miles away from the studio after both TV. So I, it takes me an hour every day to go out there, just about. Uh, so that's L.A. for you. I mean, it's just, that's kind of – I'm almost used to it. Some days I'm just tired yeah. of it. But a lot of times I'm just used to it. I'm like, well, i got to go. That's where – I mean, no one lives where they work, so there you go. I mean, right, I mean, and you have to drive. Yeah, you can't yeah. walk in L.A. There's no good public transportation. Like, that's, getting, that's getting better, though. Public transportation is getting They're building many, many, many okay. more metro trains. So that, that is starting to happen. So I hope that will change that because other big cities have these great systems, San Francisco, New York, Chicago. I'm hoping that we are next. They, they are fixing it up. They are trying to get more trains going. Good. Yay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my other question, it's going to be soapy. Okay. Yeah. Um, your favorite uh, soap, super couple, or past or present, and it can be more than one. Um, what's your favorite couple, all time couple? All time. Okay. And it can um, be daytime or nighttime. Doesn't matter. Either one. Well, I think. I mean, I think. For for I mean, I mean, I think. I mean, I'm trying to think. My date, my all my all time comes like you know, the ones I watched all the time. Like which ones I really like. Um, I think one of my all-time favorite couples is John and Marlena. Yes. Um, because no matter what they have gone through, love is always the center of it. It could be redemption. Yep. It could be loss. It could be whatever. And, and the, and the storyline of the two Romans that John was Roman, very interesting. The how I was born out of that was such a very interesting, intricate story. Mm-hmm. And Marlena was in love with Roman at one point, and then she thought she was in love with Roman and it was John. I'm like, it was, just, it was just a crazy thing, but her love for John really came out of that, and that's what yeah. you, you see all these I years. I mean, even, yeah. even back when John was with Princess Gina, you know, it was yeah. just, and just like Bo and Hope, I think, you know, the same for me, for me was Bo and Hope um, and yeah. John and Marlena. Because I grew up with them. Like, that's yeah. who I grew up with watching days was those two, and many more, of course, like Belle yeah. and Sean, because I was a 90s yeah. kid. So yeah. Belle and Sean, and, you know, um, I'm still mad that Dave messed up this couple, but Brady yeah. and Chloe. Okay. Because 
I loved, for me as a teen, I loved that Brady looked past the goth, gawk girl that Chloe was and yeah. saw who she really was. And, you know, they became friends, and then they fell in love, you know. Um, and then, of course, you know, recast, and they messed up that storyline. So I'm really still mad at them for that one, but um, because that was just one of my, you know, all-time favorite um, um, couples growing up. But, again, you know, I, I loved, you know. And yeah. Dave does a really good job with uh, their super couples, you know. And some other soaps should learn that. But, you know, no name-calling or anything. But, so, um, <laughs> I'll say for me, because I did, I did watch other soaps back in the day, um, mm-hmm. I mean, the first super couple of all time that's, that's well-regarded is Doug and Julie. They were the first. They were mm-hmm. on the cover of Time magazine, which never happened before. They were in Plus <laughs> Encounters in the Third Kind movie. They were in that movie, which was the unheard of for a soap. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, so for me... Back, you know, back in the day, from some of the others, some of my favorite couples were Holden and Lily on As the World Turns, uh, Jackie oh, yeah. Carly on As the World Turns, the uh-huh. wonderful Mara West. Um, on All My Children, I loved me some Adam and Brooke. I was a big fan of Adam, but I, I liked when they were together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love when they, their, their dynamic was so interesting. Um, on Santa Barbara, I was a huge uh, Gina and Keith fan. I loved me some Robin Matson and Justin Dees. They were so great mm-hmm. together. I was a big Robin's fan just I, I, amazing anyway. Robin yeah. is amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> I, but I, I would tell you, Santa Barbara is one of my top five soaps of all time. I love Santa Barbara. I thought it was so smart. And don't get me started on that one. Um, and uh, and then on um, on Another World, I was uh, I was a uh, oh my god, what's her name? Um, I was a Vicky and I was a Vicky Marley and Ryan fan. I was a big I was a big Jensen Buchanan fan. I thought she was a great actress. We were on mm-hmm. Lawrence Live. And I wanted to live. Yes. I mean, there were so many couples on there. Like, so many. Shows, but, uh, I, I was a huge fan of, you know, of Natalie, a huge fan of Jessica. I mean, I just think, I just, and, they, and then their couplings. I, mean, I just, I just, I just <clears> so many shows. Mm-hmm. I just had so many great, some great couplings on there. So that whole dynamic of the Buchanan um, family was yeah. amazing to watch because. Yes. They reminded me of the Quartermains. You know, they yes. were dysfunctional, but they were fun to watch. It was just yes. like, because at the end of the day, they might, like, beat each other up. But at the yes. end of the day, if somebody else messed with them, it's like, uh-uh, nope, n- nope, <laughs> you know. So they were all about, you know, um, trying to get at, back at each other. And then, of course, you had, you know, Vicky and her ten personalities and then Jessica and her ten personalities. Yes. So yes. it was yes. always... It was always fun to, you know, to watch um, that. Um, I remember when Tess locked Natalie up in the, was it the yes. basement? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it, was all, it was a nice basement, though. It had a glass window, and it was a nice side. Yes, but, yeah, exactly. Nice basement. Like, what? Um, I loved it. I loved it. So, um, um, I, for, me, for me, I mean, I kind of bring us to these other soaps because we only have four left, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were so mm-hmm. many great other soaps that, that I mean, I, they, I mean, it's such a shame that they were let go because the ratings weren't so bad for them. It was the networks that said, we don't care about yeah. them anymore. And that's the problem. Yeah. It wasn't ratings so much. It was the networks were like, bye, we're done. We want reality television. It's cheaper. Um, that's kind of what yeah. happened. And it's a shame yeah. because these shows were really 
good show. Well, Guy and Lai was just good at the end. But they were good shows, and they were actually – I was going to say um, some at the end. Yeah, Guy and Lai wasn't that good at the end. But Astral Turns was so good. All my children – Jacob Young was saved the show. Him being yeah. our channel. So I, I feel bad for most people right now because he's so such a good actor. And J.R. Chandler, between him and David Hayward, they were just, I mean, those two characters were so good on All My Children mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it going, you know. And, mm-hmm. and Once the Lift to me was still good. Once the Lift was still functioning, was good. We had two uh-huh. pods, everybody was back. It was, it was so good. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how a daytime network guy can come in and go, I don't care what anymore, bye. They were all 40 years. Exactly. Just, he was awful. It. He was. And now Awful. he's not even doing daytime anymore. Now he's doing something else. I mean, it's like, so it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. he killed it, put on the shoe, put on the revolution. No one tuned into the revolution. That was a way. I mean, so it's like mm-hmm. the audience, the soap audience was still watching those shows. It wasn't I'm that, so it wasn't surprised that the shoe is around. Like, how is that getting viewers? People like it. People like it. Food? Yeah, people like it. People, the, the five people are on it, they are likable. They're completely likable. Yeah. And I met Carla Hall once. She was super nice. I couldn't begrudge her. I was like, "You are super nice." Uh, they're they're like they're dorky and likable, and they carved mm-hmm. out a niche. And people like food shows. I mean, Emerald Grass is not in here anymore, so it's like they yeah. kind of go over that slot. I just feel like so. we have the Food Network for that. Why do we need another food show? Okay, well that's that's another story. That's another that's another story, right? So yeah, so I kind of yeah. I, I mentioned these other soaps because yeah, the, we're going to talk about the ones that are on now, of course. But I just feel like these other soaps should have mentioned because a lot of them were very good, and their demises were untimely completely yeah. untimely i mean granted like there was some iffy like with all my children and one life to live there were iffy storylines um last couple of years there was nothing that should have been chopped if that makes sense like you know every soap has their their pits for a little bit, you know, and then they go back up and then they go back down. It's like, but, um, you know, the whole like poison Dixie thing, I was like, what? Like, Oh yeah. They, they, well, they, 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 knew they, messed up <laughs> they lost me after that. I'm just like, Whoa, what, yeah. you know, it's like pancakes, poison. Like I was like, okay, okay. All my children, you got me right. there, you know? Um, alrighty. You know, but, but here's, here's- Here's the thing. I would never want to be a soap writer because um, it's a hard job, first of all, and I give much respect to them. But the soap audience, especially now today, because most of them have been on for, like you said, 54 years for your hospital. Both of you just celebrated 30 years this month also, uh, uh-huh. last month. And so these soaps have been on for a long time. So I always say this out loud. I say it on Soap Party 401. I say it on my shows. The soap fans are smart. The soap fans remember stuff. The soap fans like consistency, continuity. Um, you can't fool a soap fan. You can't you can't mm-hmm. manipulate a soap fan. We're not easily manipulated. So there's yeah. so the right for soaps today because trust me, I get it all the time being on my show. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we give our opinion. I get yelled at all the time. It's you can't please everybody, of course. So everyone, it's, so watching the soaps now are kind of subjective because everyone has their own opinion. And mm-hmm. everyone has their favorite super couple or coupling or their favorite yeah. storyline or she more this mm-hmm. and less that and more this and less that. I mean, it's, it's I couldn't yeah. be a soap writer. Oh my God. I don't know. If, I don't know how you could do it. I don't know how you would. I mean, mm-hmm. just, it's a, it's, it's a wonder they're on the air 
and people are kind of too. They get so much flack. I mean, for stuff all the time. It's just, it must mm-hmm. be hard. Yeah. I mean, what bothers me is when it's like I know it happens, but it's like they think, like you said, and me and Christy, we've had this conversation multiple times on the show. You know, they think that the soap fans are stupid. And it's like, no, 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 no. We know yeah. our history, so don't, like, mm-hmm. completely change it. Like, right. okay, you torque it for the way you want it, that's fine. But when you completely, like, change the whole history of whether it's a character or the storyline or um, or a couple, like, it's like uh, – I've been watching for 20 years, you know. And it's like, we know this stuff, you know. How are you, you know. So that's what gets me upset. It's like, don't think I don't know my crap, because I do. (laughs) Trust me, I know, you know. So fans do. So fans remember stuff. And also, Mm -hmm. pacing pacing is very important in a soap. You go too fast, and it's too fast. You go too Mm -hmm. slow, it might freeze out. So yeah. pacing is everything mm-hmm. also. And it's funny how Timing. Yeah. Days are alive to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Days are Alive General Hospital, both of them have pacing issues with certain storylines. Like some of them uh-huh. are going really fast they and do. great. And some of them are like, really? It's like this is like five months later, we're still on. You know, like, hello, well, days, you know, right. like, they, it's crazy. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say Days always had that issue because I could like stop watching for six months and they would still be on the same story. <laughs> well, you know, that later. was the whole joke about Young and the Restless years ago that the Bell soaps took forever. Like they would string something out for years, or just drop that, it and just drop it. They didn't like to drop it. Never to speak again. And so that was something that they their their pacing was so like far off. It was like either one or the other. It's like uh. So yeah, there was a joke for them all the time. They, they would take they would take years to develop a storyline. I didn't uh-huh. care. They didn't care. Like I said the actors were saying. I mean, they're number one for a reason, right? They I are mean. number one for a reason. And fans get mad at me, and I know this. They can save the tweets. They can get mad at me. I don't care. I said right now, to me, the most watchable soap right now is Bold and Beautiful. To me, I watch all the soaps. That's the most what to me. It's the most watchable right now. Days are alive to me. It has so many right. problems, so many holes in it. And General Hospital too. Mm-hmm. They both do. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. watch them because I I do the show, so I watch them. But like, they're to me, Bold and Beautiful is the only one that right now I'm like it's rooted in history. It's a short soap, it's only a half hour. Mm-hmm. They, right. They they really use their characters except for a mm-hmm. few. They have other problems too, but they have a new <laughs> thing. See, so here's the thing. Soaps, there's about maybe five or six scenarios that basically soaps mm-hmm. can do. It's about the twist. And it's like, how can you do it slightly differently? And both people seem to do it slightly differently. Where other soaps, they just, I mean, like, drop some dead weight. And Days for Lives, for God's sake, stop taping six months in advance. It's too yeah. far in advance. Yeah. Because then we're it stuck is. with a storyline for five months. They can't change it. It's already been filmed. And so other subs only do like maybe a month in advance or five weeks. That's way more manageable. So I don't. So so a lot of days. So you guys don't know this at home about days of lives. It takes about five six months in advance. So yeah, yeah I don't understand why, why they do that. Why do they do they've that? They've always done that. It's they've, they've always. always, always. Mm-hmm. And there's a new head writer already there. Ron Cavallari's already there. Right. We don't even see his work for another like five or six months from now. We don't see it yet. Well. Don't they take an extended break during um, the holidays, and that's why they do it so far advanced? 
Um, I know that. Let's see, General Hospital. They're on a break right now, so they do. They do like a break. I think it's a couple of weeks. I know Bona Beautiful, Beautiful shuts down for like a, I think a couple of months. I think. Don't quote me that. I'm not sure with how much, but it because yeah. they're in a half hour stuff, so they they shut down a big time. I'm not sure about the other stuff. I'm not sure about days. I know they shut down too, but I don't know for how long. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's the reason why they do that. I just I just I, I don't. It's just it's something they've always done, and it bugs the crap out of me because they were stuck with a storyline and just just not working. Like the elephant that went on for like twenty years. I was like, the elephant. Oh my god, we had so much fun about that elephant. Oh, oh. My, my poor Melissa Archer who plays Serena. I mean, she's my friend, and I felt so bad for that godforsaken elephant. Oh my god, so I'm wasting her talents on that show. I was like, Jesus. So yeah, we we had jokes about <laughs> elephants on that show. We watched some days. We have an elephant that sits up there, so we have we've already had jokes about the elephant. So wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. it it was so bad. Like it was a running joke with me and my friends yeah. forever. Yeah, Our show too, the elephant in the room, all the elephants, and all the jokes. Yeah, we did the whole thing. So. Wow, James. Is there any questions you want to ask us? Okay, so now do you guys all watch um, our soap block at all, or what, do you watch some of the show? Which which ones do you guys watch? Are you guys watching our soaps? I I watch all four. Um, okay. I'm currently on a break from all four of them, but I do have a life, and I'm busy right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, at one point, I watched all ten on and off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I just sometimes I need a break from, you know, I grew up with Days in General Hospital. Those are my okay. two soaps. And then uh, when I started nannying for this lady, she watched Y&R, and she okay. wanted me to record it for her. So that's how I got started on Y&R. And then, of course, Bold and the Beautiful came on afterwards. Right, right. Um, so, um, or 30 minutes after or whatever, um, because the news comes on. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i on currently on a break right now, but I just have a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, yeah, I, I have Twitter, right. and they keep me updated. <laughs> so oh, yeah, thank yeah. you guys, you know. Yeah. So I um, – or I'll just watch clips of certain things, you know. I just sometimes – the storylines just don't catch my attention, and it's just like, yeah. eh, you know, um, yeah. you know. So it's like, yeah, let's get on with it, you know. But and then some of them like excite me, and I want to watch it, and I run home, you know. But um, I do. I watch all four. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, I know for me. I mean, I, I kind of glanced through all four, but right now, of course, I watch the ones that I do. Both beautiful ones are hospital. But days and then the rest of us, I kind of, like I said, Twitter helps and recap sites can help a little bit and they can kind of fill you mm-hmm. in nowadays on what's going on. And actually, right. literally, you can watch for a while, tune back in, and <laughs> you catch right back up. Um, yeah. My, my, now, my question is so you guys, you guys watch our after shows too, correct? Mm hmm. I do. So which, yeah, which, I watch, which, which, I watch um, the Dish and Days mainly, and then I watched okay. a few of the GH reports. Okay. Um, I was actually watching the one you do with Chloe Rainier before the show. So yeah. I didn't get through all of it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was great. And she, she took it on the chin, though, because people were, I think everybody was just like, your character frustrates us, but we all like you. Like, we like you as an actress. And I felt, I told her before she came out, I said, you know you're a controversial character. She said, yeah, I know. Right, said, yeah. You're, you're I don't like the character, but, but I mean, I think she's amazing, I, I, you know. I was, um, when I, when we have these shows, I always put a disclaimer before every show. I'm like, 
when I talk that about the character, yeah, I am not yeah. talking about the actor or actress no. because some no, people do not way. know the difference between the two. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's I like, <laughs> disclaimer, yeah. disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, we do I have talked that do. about a character. <laughs> Doesn't right, mean, no, you know. Yeah, we do too. We, you know, the problem I had last year, and I had to shut it down for a minute, um, was people got mad at me because I said that I was, it was like, like maybe a year or so ago, I said I was okay with Hope trying to move on with either Aiden or, or Rafe at the mm-hmm. time. And fans mm-hmm. were like, you're not a real Hope fan. You're not a Hope fan at all. You had just always bow. I go, Peter Reckler is going to be on the show. So mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do? I was like, is it, is right. an act- an actress. But what's supposed you to have to, like, to move on, on at some show? point. Yeah. 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 Let's move on. She's still vibing. I was I was hands. there too. As much as I loved Bo and Hope, I'm like, Peter yeah. was gone. He's he gone. needs to move on. Like right. and I think that they did enough time for her to move on and she didn't just jump in bed with Aiden no. or Ray. No, like they no. they they took their time, like a grieving period. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it's not like she found out Bo was dead and she jumped in bed with Aiden. Like no. it was it was good, and I liked it, and I was like, she needs to move on, you know, eventually. Like, I don't want her to be a widow for the rest of her life, right, you know, no, or, or right. have my hopes up that Peter comes back one day. Like, right. he was gone. Like, what can he's you gone. do? He, say, he says he's, he's done interviews, everything. He is not, he's, he's done with the show. He wants, to be, he wants to be there for his daughter and his wife and support her career. I mean, like, I mean that's admirable. He's like, he's, I mean, mm-hmm. I loved him with her too. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't tell him. Now, okay, I'm not a Rafe Hope fan today, uh, but I still glad she's a storyline. Like, I mean, she should be, she's get a better storyline, but at least she's working. And I know, I, mean, I, I want a lot of them are my friends now. That's the thing about me is that a lot of these these, these actors are my friends now. I know them, and I want them to work. Mm-hmm. Because there's only four subs left. You know, it's yeah. like I want I want them I want them to work. You know, um, well, right. That's a good segue because that's what I say about Rebecca Hurst. <laughs> you know, uh, I may yeah. not like the coupling she is right Ugh, now, right. but I'm Ugh. like, my girl yeah, is we are not on my screen. Like, I love her. Like, uh, I've been yeah. a Rebecca fan since, you know, 99 or 98 yeah. when she came on, or 97, sorry, 97. Trying to get all of these years. Yeah. Uh, 97, I've loved Liz since then. Like, I'm just happy my girl is on has a job, you know, because and five exactly. years ago, she didn't, you know, yeah, and the, her fans brought her back, you know, yes. so yes. I may not like um, the storyline, but I'm just happy that my girl was on screen right now, so I, I get it. I've, I've got such hate because I'm not a Frizz fan. I don't give two Fs or three Fs. <laughs> I don't care. Roger Howard. Yes, I love you right now because I didn't like Franco when James Franco played it's Franco. It's funny okay. because one of our friends who calls into our show, like, we love him. He's very respectful, but he's a Frizz fan, but he's he's okay with us. Yeah. But he's also a Darley <laughs> fan, so we're good with that, or at least I'm good with that you know. Yeah, I, I, love, <laughs> I made a tweet the other day. I'm like, I love when the Jay Sammers and the liaisons um, – assume that I'm one over the other. I'm like, honey, if I had my choice, she'd be, she would be with Jason right now. But, you know, that's, you know, that shit has felt. I know that. But, you well, know, you know I'm I, like, I, I, don't assume anything from me because, honey, if I had my choice, you know. Yeah, I've gotten so. hate already for that. I'm not a Jason fan either. So I've gotten mm-hmm. hate for that too. 
So I mean, oh, to me, see? good. We're on Jason the same page. Jason and Sam, yeah. For, <laughs> luckily for us, we're on the same page, but most people aren't. Jason and Sam are more interesting separate. I think they both they're both interesting separately. Mm-hmm. And even though, how can I delicately say this? I like Billy Miller. Great actor. Huge fan. I think. Say this. I just think that I don't. I don't really see chemistry with him and 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 Kelly Monaco on you know, as their characters. I like right. his Jake Doe. I like. Mm-hmm. I like. I like how he played him and how he was playing his quarter main side a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked. I liked the dynamic of him and Elizabeth. I like. I liked that dynamic, and she was like she wanted him. See, Jason is one of those guys that's supposed to have all these girls like satellites around him: Carly, Robin. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam, Liz, they're always going to be around him. Always. Yep. Now he has kids with this one, kids with that one. He raised the kid of that one, and he's always been there for Robin. So it's like, mm-hmm. and that's his job. But I yep. want Steve Burton to come back, be the real Jason, this guy be Jake Doe again, and write, and write all the wrongs. So, yep. Jason, mm-hmm. Burton, Jason yeah. go with Sam, Jake Doe go with Elizabeth, Frank will go back to Nina. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, you know, I, I can write this. I'm ready. You know, so yeah, we're for our variety, <laughs> you know, um, storylines for these people. Yeah, we 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 just um, the last show that me and Christy had, we were just we were talking about, you know, the the chemistry between um, Jason and all these characters, you know, and and I'm like, as a Jason Carly fan for you know just a friendship i'm like i don't see it and that's really sad because it's like and like i i told them i was like i've been through four carlies and there was all these chemistry whether it was sarah or tamra or jennifer or laura like they all had chemistry and i think it i mean i think it had a lot to do with steve because he's just been in that role you know for so long but um I just I, I don't see. see it, and I don't see it with any of them. It's it's, it's sad because it's like. Hmm. Well, I, I I will I will have to disagree with you on the Carly Jason. I think there is chemistry. I see those chemistry between Jason and, and Sonny. That mm-hmm. is like brotherly relationship. I see zero chemistry with them, and mm-hmm. together yeah, almost painful to watch because we have these two great actors who, in the past, their characters were like brothers. Almost, almost mm-hmm. like lovers, so to speak, too. He takes them with anything. So, so, I was waiting like, for you to say it. I was waiting yeah. for you to say it because like, that was the running joke for the last, what, 25 years? Right. The bromance. The bromance <laughs> continues. I mean, it's like he would do anything for, you know, for his love, Sonny. I mean, that was the whole thing. I don't buy right? it with this. I don't buy it with this. But I do, I, but see, I, I think him and Carly do have chemistry. But I think he has no chemistry with Sam. I think he doesn't have chemistry. It's, just, it's, just, it's, it's tough to watch because. They always will make. He has chemistry with Curtis. I mean, they have like they have chemistry together. They're fun together. Yeah. It's like it's just kind of like, don't try to manipulate us and just like let's just return everything back to the way it was. It doesn't really mm-hmm. work that way. It's a different character. His take is different. Yeah. Uh, which is natural for a recast. It's natural. Uh, we've had several AJs and things like they're all different. But like, I just mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't buy. I don't buy a lot what they're trying to give me, and I get again. I get flack from the fans all the time. It's like there's a lot. I know there's a lot of liaison fans, but I know there's a lot of JSAM fans out there who just mm-hmm. completely go off on me all the time, all the time, go off me all the time. Because I and and Frizz fans are very vocal these days, and they just when they go off me all the time, I'm like I don't care. Mm-hmm. 
I don't really care because I don't like them together. Roger Howard is doing a great job as Franco. Uh-huh. And everything. And like I said, I'm a big Becky Hurst fan. I've been a fan of hers for years. She doesn't age. She doesn't even age. Like, I know. She's like, gorgeous. Oh, she is a freaking right. porcelain doll. I have met her she in is. person. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what yeah. is she doing? She is, <laughs> she is one of my favorite interviews. She came on Christie's show. Um, once and she was sick too and she She did not sound like herself at all and she called in anyway and everyone's like that does not sound like Becky that does not sound like Becky is that really Becky I'm like yeah it's really Becky and then literally like two three four weeks later something like that she had the courtroom scene with AJ at the time and you could hear it in her voice how sick she was and I was like oh my god that's the day she was on my show that's so funny we'll we'll have our show soon. We'll have Rod because he's. I mean, I want all. I mean, I want everybody on our show. I mean, I mean, anybody, everybody from General Hospital is totally welcome to Quantity Report. We want them so bad, of course. I work. I work with PR right now to keep getting guests, and and we have a good relationship with them. So I mean, no, I, I was. I eventually hope to have all of them filtered through um, our studios. A lot of them, just for people who watch our shows, a lot of them is. It is about. Uh, timing. A lot of them do things on the weekends. They do charity events, uh, fan yeah. weekends. A lot of times they're just not in town. We only shoot on Sundays. So just a lot of times they're just not in town. So just know that people always ask us, why don't you have her? I'm like, we want her on the show. Trust me, we want Laura Wright. We want all these people. We're trying to, it's just it's scheduling. It's just, it's just yeah. scheduling. Cause yeah. they're just, they, yeah. they love their fans. They do, a, they do a lot for their fans. They're, they're out there promoting these shows because there's nobody else yep. doing the show. And a lot of times they do special things. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, I, I want people just to know that we are working on having all, I want Billy Miller on the show, I want Laura Wright on the show, I want Lisa Bernard, we are working on, a lot of them want to come on the show, and we're just waiting, we're just finding, we're just trying to get our way through them. Yes. I, I, I was never a big Franco fan, like, I always joke with the girls, like, I didn't like him back when James Franco played Franco, so, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was so weird. I, it was I, weird. I've never been a big Franco fan, and you just want to oh, a tumor, you know? Oh, I did all this stuff because of a tumor. I'm like, okay. So, I just want I just want him to be Todd. Come back as Todd. <laughs> that's I I said that I'm like I when I watch, he reminds me of a mixture of t- Todd and um, crap. What was his yeah. character on um as the world turns? Paul Ryan. Ryan. All right. And, like, yeah. he's a mixture of Paul Ryan and Todd Manning. Like, yep. that's what he reminds me of. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, right. already. Yeah, so I'm not a fan. I, I wish he'd just come back as Todd. I, I like Todd and Carly. I like them together. Um, they mm-hmm. were fun. Yeah. I think, you know, and my girl, my, my, one of my, my close friends, Cassie DePaiva, who just saw, who just, you know, eradicated cancer in her life, thank God. Bring her on as Blair. Have three of them go at it. I'd love it. I'll be, I'm done. I'll be, I'll be happy to have them go at it. Uh, Todd, Blair, yes. Carly, Carly. I love Blair, Todd Carly. and Blair, by the way. Like, yeah. they were my yeah. favorite. Like, yes, I'm all in. They were I'm so dysfunctional, in. but I yeah. loved them. Because yeah, at the end of the day, they loved each other and right. as crazy right. as they were. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. So, I'm like, I'm all in. I totally would. I would support that triangle, at least. I would say, Carly, her, I'm, I'm in. Totally in. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay, well, since we're talking about GH, I have a few questions for you. Okay. Um, past or present, who, and it can be more than one, 
who has been your favorite couple um, in um, past or present? Past or present? Uh, you know, of course, I mean, the one that I, I kind of grew up with was Luke and Laura. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I saw he raped her. They made it a seduction. It was the 70s. It was like crazy. Um, I watched the wedding live after school with all the 30 million people um, in 1981. I mean, like the left-handed boy, the ice princess. I remember all that stuff. I was a big fan. So I got to go. I was going Luke and Laura, but then I liked Luke and Tracy. I thought they were really oh much more Love mature. Luke and Tracy. Much more mature, and it 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 humanized Tracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so sad beyond belief that Jane Elliott's leaving and retiring. I know. I'm so, I get I get it. She's older. She wants to retire. I get it. Doing this stuff is not easy, folks. I mean, like, you know, doing the, all the dialogue that we remember, it's not easy. I'm just sad because she's such – her chemistry with Finn, her chemistry with Hayden, her chemistry with Ned and Dylan. I mean, she has such – and with Monica. Mm-hmm. She's such a great she, – she lightens up every single actor on that show. Mm-hmm. And her and Tony Geary – were matched, were matched perfectly. Who would have thought Tracy Quartermain and and Lucas Lorenzo Luke Spencer Spencer. would like would fall in love? Like who would have thought that? And fighting like, over money. <laughs> right, fighting over money. Like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, but it was also heartfelt and she loved Lulu. I got to do uh-huh. a mother for her. It worked on yeah. so many levels. It just worked on so many levels. And I think mm-hmm. so I think those two like those I, I just love I love I love that I so I would say Laura, Luke and and Tracy and Lynch, it was my, those were my favorites. That's awesome. I love that because I I love Luke and Laura. You know, yeah. I was a kid of the nineties. Um, yeah. because I'm, you know, I turned thirty two Wednesday. So oh, you're I was, you're yeah, I'm a baby. Um, yeah. but I was a kid of the nineties, and I loved, you know, um, Lucky and Elizabeth. I loved um, Emily and Xander. Um, yeah. Shout out to Candace. I know she's listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> her favorite was Xander, so we bond over that. <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah. um, but I loved her. I loved Xander and Emily when um, she was played by Amber, and I loved Nicholas and okay. Emily when. Um, Natalia took over. Okay, like, it was just yeah. one of those things. Like, I don't know what it was. Um, and she, I mean, Natalia had chemistry with Chad, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I yeah. just, I, I like, you know, and I guess it was um, one of those, like, I grew up, like, Emily having a crush on Nicholas, like, and so um, it kind of came true. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, even up, well, and of course, Jason and Carly. Because yeah. you know, that's who I am. Um yeah. and then I liked um I liked let's see, who else did I like? Oh I liked I would, Sam oh, with Lucky. <laughs> I did I liked I, mind, I liked I Sam with Lucky. I didn't mind, <laughs> I didn't mind it at all. Uh, so did I. They were hot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind it. I mean I and Greg was shirtless. We're good, you know. <laughs> You know, here's the deal for me. I always say my least favorite Lucky, you know, he won an Emmy for it, was Jacob uh-huh. Young. I have always said Lucky. that, yes. I have, yes. I'm like, I'm not like, I feel so bad because I love Jacob, and he follows me on Twitter, and I love you, Jacob. Yes, and love, I love, love you at J.R. Chandler, but he just yes. was not lucky. And I don't know if it was just me being the biased person that I was because I love Jonathan yes. Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the a year later, you know, 
And I think it was the writing. Mm-hmm. Because when Greg took over, I loved Lucky. You know, I loved him well, as Lucky, too. So. Here's the thing. Greg did not get a fair shot, though, I think, though. I think, I, think, I mean, yes, Jonathan Jackson is Lucky. I mean, I kind of, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, I, the other day I was on the, in the YouTube rabbit hole one night, and I ran across when Lucky confronts, first when he confronts Laura about the rape. Oh, and you find on YouTube, that scene is so good. And then I, and I watched after that, it tells you, you would like this. The scene where Lucky and Luke finally talk about him killing, you know, well, quote, unquote, killing Jake. And they're in the uh-huh. bar, the Haunted Star. Mm-hmm. And Lucky just grabs him. And Luke, I mean, Anthony Gary's acting choice was so brilliant. Mm-hmm. He had a guttural cry. He just started to cry and fall to the ground. Almost, I'd almost, and Lucky said, and they were in it. You could just tell Jonathan Jackson, mm-hmm. like, they love each other in real life, too, so they're really close, but you could tell they were yeah. in that scene, and they were committed a thousand percent. And you're like, that's Lucky. Lucky is a mixture of Jeannie Francis mm-hmm. and Anthony Gary's teaching mm-hmm. him growing up. Yeah. And he really was a mixture of, of Laura and Luke. He was, he was both of them. Mm-hmm. He was both of them. And I thought, and I miss me some Julie Marie Berman because she was oh, no. Lulu to me. She was so Lulu to me. She was so mm-hmm. good. It's like she had the Spencer gumption that, that I mean, Riley. I, I, I used to call her Minnie Carly because she reminded yes. me of, like, a younger version of Carly. Yeah. Like, she, yeah. I used to, I called her Minnie Carly. Like, she yeah. reminded me of, like, the Sarah, the Sarah Joy Brown Carly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come yeah, in, like, screw everybody, like, yeah. you know. Right. And every Ryland, <laughs> like, actress, who was so good on Guiding Light and was good on Young and the Restless, I just think mm-hmm. they're wasting her talents on General Hospital. I don't, uh-huh. I don't think they're, they're not, they're not writing her the way, it's not a good writing for her right now. I just, it just, it just, you want to, mm-hmm. you want to feel like you should feel for Lulu, but I'm mm-hmm. not. It's her daughter, yeah. and I really don't care. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want her to have her. I'm like, I, I'm like yeah. okay, I'm like, I think Valentina should keep her. I mean, like, I, I'm totally, it's weird because she's the mother. You should be rooting yeah. for her. And I, everybody I talks, she's like, well, I don't really care if Lulu gets her. I mean, I mean it's like, it's, it's, so, it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Very. It's like, and it is, you know, and poor Emma, I mean, Emmy, she, um, she, she, she got so much hate, you know, when she t- took over for Lulu and yeah. most, like, most recasts they do. Um, and I felt bad for her because I did see her on Guy and White and Young and the Restless. I know she can rock, you know, rock yes, scenes. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. so maybe, again, I was a little biased because I've seen her, you know, and I've seen her grow up, you know. Yes. So, and she she does, you know, amazing jobs, you know, amazing job job when um, she gets the storyline. And yeah. so, but, I mean, my heart will always be with Julie. <laughs> Right, but people, need, but people need to. There's also fans out there. You need to like calm down and see what mm-hmm. the recast can do. When a recast comes in, yeah. there's a reason one. Does, most of the time, the actor wants to leave. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's. Sometimes it is the studio will cut an actor and things like things will things will go on behind the scenes and they'll cut him. But most of the time, it's the actor wants to leave. So the mm-hmm. actor wants to leave. And they have no, you know, intention to coming back. They may or may not. And the storyline still dictates that character to be on the show. Mm-hmm. You got to do something. Because there's characters, there's some legacy characters that need to be on at the moment. They're part of a storyline. It would be kind of yep. weird if they was gone. 
So you got to figure that out. You got you got you got. Yep. And sometimes and some recast do really well. Let's talk about you know Jeff yeah. Walton as Jill on Young and the Restless or Peter Bergman as mm-hmm. as Jack on Young and the Restless. When there's some people, people don't really realize this, but uh, was it uh, Vicky uh, Erica Slazak? She was a recast. Someone else uh-huh. played her. Monica played uh, Leslie Charleston was a yeah. recast. A recast. So you got um, Wally Curtis was a recast too. What? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was. Wally Curtis was. Yeah, because it was. Uh, what's his name, McKinnon? Gerald McKinney was the one who did it first. Uh huh. Because he, she, yeah, because he was the one that slept with Monica, or was yes, exactly. about to sleep That's with Monica. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then they found and, out, you know, yeah. Yeah, and he's a recast. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and you just be careful. Some recasts really do work. I mean, it's just kind of, it just, it's just, you have to give them time sometimes, and some don't work. And you know, they, to me. I'm a huge Sheila fan from Bold and Beautiful and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Kim Brown is just the best. Yeah. Crazy Sheila. Crazy Sheila. Crazy Sheila. She was the best. And I'm sorry, even though I love my, you know, my one of my close friends, Michelle Stafford, as everybody knows, been on our show a million times on GH Report. She'll always be Phyllis to me. I'm sorry. Gina's doing a great mm-hmm. job, but I think I just keep saying, you know, you're Phyllis. I'm, I'm sorry. She's Phyllis to me. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, but I still, but I still give recast a chance to kind of. You know, well, talking about talking about Y and R, uh, Sharon Case was a recast too. Yes, she was, and she, I mean, obviously she's Sharon Case. I mean, obviously she's you know. She's Sharon. She she's Sharon. Yeah. Yep. She's Queen yeah. Sharon to me because I'm a Sharon girl. I love her, and yeah, let's not go there because I yeah, you get me on my soapbox on Y and R about Sharon. You may well, hear from. Here's the, thing about Sharon. Here's the thing about Sharon. They give her, I mean, she's like Catherine Kelly Lang who plays Brooke on, on, mm-hmm. on Bold and Beautiful. They give them some of the craziest storylines. Like, they throw stuff, I almost cuss, I call myself. They almost, they throw stuff at them that you're just like, oh, my God. But they sell it. Sharon yeah. Case tells every storyline she said. She sells it. And she has chemistry with everybody. So it's like it's just, it's just funny to me. It's like wow, yeah, she was with Nick. They even tried to put her with Victor for a second. That didn't work. Um, but you know, with Dylan, with like it's like she sells every storyline. She she'll kidnap babies. She'll change names. Whatever, don't, don't matter. Sharon sells it. And I and, and I say the thing with Captain Kelly Lang. She's been up and through that whole Forster family and every mm-hmm. every every cousin and brother and half brother. But she sells it every single time. To me, that's a good actress who could do that. Mm-hmm. And Sharon Case, I think, is great. She won an Emmy. She has her Emmy. That was a long time ago, though. But she's underrated. I think she's very underrated. And mm-hmm. I think she doesn't get enough credit. Okay, my next question is, what has been your favorite storyline? It can be past or present. It can be more than one. There, there, are, there, are, there are, yes, there are, there are three. That, and they're all sad. <laughs> they're all sad. Oh my God! The first one, of course, is BJ's heartbeat and Maxi. That storyline was so intricately designed um, that it was almost like you needed chess pieces to play it out. That you know, to have your daughter need a heart transplant, then you find a perfect donor, and it's your niece. Yeah, it's like a, who happened to be on a bus accident and died and was brain dead. Like, these two mm-hmm. little girls in this one family 
reached everybody. I mean, it reached everyone on the canvas. It was like, it was so, oh, my God. I went, and when, when Tony Jones puts his ear to the heartbeat, he hears his mm-hmm. daughter and his niece, I sob like a baby. I see, I see, the, I see it, I cry, oh, my God. Second storyline that I, I, that I completely loved was Days Are Alive, and it was Kristen and all of her alter, her, his brothers and sisters, when she played all those characters on daytime TV, Sister <laughs> Mary Mora, she played Penelope, she played Thomas, her brother, she played, she played Susan. Oh, my God. It's like Eileen Davidson could act. Who knew she was that good? And that whole mm-hmm. storyline was such a good, craft, a well-crafted yeah. storyline with John and Marlena and the Queen of the Night and this, I mean, which all led to, of course, the controversial Marlena Possessed later, but it's not a story. Um, but Laura coming back, and, I mean, it was, it was such a great, oh, my God, it was, I love Umbrella Stories. So that's, like, a big mm-hmm. thing for me. So I love that. And then the third one, which is equally as sad, um, was when Zach died. I couldn't believe they were going to kill a kid. Oh, my God, yes. It's so rare. Because they, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do a million miscarriages and, and stillborn babies. But when it comes to an established kid already, and the fact mm-hmm. that the scene that gets me every time, I, I watched it recently, show it on General Hospital one day, on our show one day, is when Hope finds out. Lexi mm-hmm. comes out and she starts crying. It doesn't even say it. And Chris Alfonso, I know she has kids in real life, so I remember she tapped into that. She does this wail in Bo's arms and starts shaking that it's like bone, it's like chilling when she does it. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just like I could, I could imagine losing my children, my grandchildren. I would just be devastated. Mm-hmm. I mean, her, her guttural, it was like, where did that wail? It was a wail. It, wasn't, it was no dialogue. It was a wail. And she's shaking, and, and Peter Reckle, as Bo is trying to hold her, and I'm like, that scene alone, I was like, why did she win Emmy for that? Like, alone, why did she? I mean, that was just like. I mean, and they already lost another child earlier on, you know, with the whole baby switch thing. And then you, you know, and then you torture him some more with Zach dying. And then they find out that Chelsea, you know, was the one that ran him over, you know. It was another intricate, intricate umbrella story. Um, So those are like my three favorites. My honorable, the two honorable mentions are, I'm going back in time, when, um, when uh, Judith Light, when she played Karen Woolick, was on the stand, and she was a hooker mm-hmm. by day, by, by night, and a respected uh, doctor's wife by day. That whole year of it leading up to that, you just knew it was going to come out. And it was, and when it came out, of course, it's considered one of the top 100 moments of daytime TV, period. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like crazy. Another, another, another honorable mention for me is um, on As the World Turns, I was a huge um, Lily fan. Martha Byrne, love her. Mm-hmm. When she became Rose, I love oh Rose. Love mm-hmm, Rose. They killed her. I was so pissed. I was like, I loved tough talking New York Rose, and she was became like she was kind of like the moral center of the show, kind of because she was like telling like it is. And I just loved that whole storyline arc with her coming on, and just I just loved that storyline so much. I think Chrissy has a question from one of our, of our listeners. Oh yes, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll go to that real quick, and then we'll we'll, we'll go into other questions. Uh, let me find you. <laughs> you know, you spread it on me. Hi, listeners. Hello, listeners out there. I'm glad you guys are joining us. I'm glad you're tuning in to hear my mouth talk. 
a couple hours this ago. This is actually Candace's question, and it's a really amazing question. Like, okay. really good. Okay. Um, if you were in charge of a new soap network, which two former or three daytime soaps would you bring back? I wish I was in charge of a soap network. Trust me, I wish I would. I mean, for me, it's easy. One Life to Live, number one. Uh, Santa Barbara, number two. Um, and now three. So if it's a soap network, that means it could be daytime or nighttime. I'd bring back Dallas and do it the way I want to do it. Good. Good. I, those are the three. I mean, to me, One Life to Live, Santa Barbara, two of my favorite soaps of all time, and I'd bring back Dallas. I'd totally bring that back. Cool. Good question, Candace. Yeah, good question. I I love to have a soap network. Trust me, one day, if I get enough money one day, maybe I will have a soap network and get it out there and and we'll get we'll get it going. So I won't be I won't be I'm the, I'm the soap guy after Buzz. I'd love to make that larger. So I would love to have one day make it larger. I mean, I I I will I would be happy with just a soap network that plays old soap. Yeah. Oh wait, we had one of those until they took it off. Oh uh, yeah, we had soap. They messed it up, so don't get me yep. started on that. Don't get me started on that one. But yes, I because I mean I you had you had the today's episode, and then you you know early in the mornings you had right. like Ryan's Fulp and right. Oh God. Yeah, I know. I know. I was very upset they went off the air, and they they even had a talk show, and there's there's so much. I know with Lisa that, Renna and yeah, um, Ty Treadway. Yeah, Ty Treadway. Yeah, from Mark Live. Yes, and I loved it. I love this. I mean, trust and, me, I would know, have my own, my own ideas. I would love to have a, a soap network devoted just to soaps. I would love to have that. And I would also, my soap network, to answer your question uh, even further, I would also include web digital soaps, too, like the Bay and Venice and Beacon Hill. Yeah. They, would, they would all be on there. They would all be on there. There's so many of those web soaps, I can't keep up with them all, personally. Yeah, I've seen, like, little bits and pieces of them. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they're all, like, Gorgeous. Amazing. Like, yeah. amazingly shot. The cinematography is just alone is just incredible. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. there was Winter Thorn last year. It was just beautiful. And now Ladies in the Lake is coming out May 15th. Yeah. And that has a lot of former soap stars on that one. So, I mean, that's going to be a – Yeah. I and stay tuned for that because I'm in talks to interview them. So, stay, stay in tune for that in, after Buzz the next month or so. So, I'm working on that. Cool. <clears throat> Did you have any other GH questions, Syria? No, you can go to Days. Okay. Go to Days. I'm going to go to Days because I've been looking so. forward to asking this first question. Of course, it's at the top of my list. And I know there's definitely a fan in the chat room who's waiting to listen and a bunch of my other friends who are going to be listening to this. Okay. So okay. I have to know. I think I kind of know the answer. I mean – from watching you audition days, but I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure. So are you more of a Chad and Abby fan or a Chad and Gabby fan and why? <laughs> why? Wow, it's such a it's such a, a major polarizing thing right now. It is. Um It is a major I, thing right now. <laughs> it is major thing right now. So here so you watch this days, see I and a lot of people a lot of people told me afterwards they agreed with what I said. Okay, so here is my state my official statement on that. I have no problem with a triangle, but I feel like the end game should always be Chad and Abigail because they built it up that way before Kate Manthe decided to leave the show 
and they, had, they decided to do a recast. They built it up that they are the couple. That was the whole point, that they, they built it up for so long. Right. But I know that couples get together, and they get boring or whatever. It's fine. So I, so I can handle a Chad and Gabby, because as, as different actors, you know, different Chad, or they, there was a past in there somewhere. But I feel like mm-hmm. they're not playing it that way, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, it just bugs the crap out of me. Um, and so it's not so much I'm an either or, but I guess I am an either or because I, I feel like in the end it should be Chad and Abigail, but they don't have to be together yet. They, but they should be kind of working towards that. Play around with Gabby for a while, have a good time, whatever, develop feelings, that's fine. But like they played it for so long, I mean, she just, I mean, she died or whatever. I mean, he thought she died. I mean, they have a kid together. Like, I feel like they're not yeah. giving Chad and Abby the kind of respect of the past. Because they're trying to push, I feel like they're trying to push Chad and, and Abigail, I mean, Chad and, and Gabby on me. So I, I, so I guess if I had to treat the two, I had to choose, I think it should be Chad and Abigail in the end. But I have no problem with having a triangle go on for a while. And he goes, and he goes back, and he gets torn and goes back and forth. I have no problem with that. Right. So yeah, I mean, I get that Chad and Abby's kind of like this end game thing. Everyone's saying, oh, well, you know, they're going to end up together in the end, whatever. Whenever the end is. I feel like right. we shouldn't even know that until the end of the show. Like, there shouldn't really be an end game in soaps. Like, I just don't think that should really exist. Like, so that's why I hated when that Ken Corday interview came out, and he's like, Chabby's end game. And I'm like, dude, like, you can't say that because now everyone's going to take it as, like, gospel, and it's like, that's it. It's like, that takes the fun out of watching. And it's like, how are you going to make people want to watch? Just, like, I think it's more fun to, like, maybe not know and to maybe play both sides more and – I go, with, I, go with, I go with that. I go with that because I'm, I'm not – see, on our, on our network, we don't do spoilers. We don't look into spoilers. We don't want to know anything. We watch it in real time, and we try to, you know, as much as we can so we can really look at the soap as what it is. It's hard when some of the larger stories like Ari leaving, we know she's leaving, and they write so far in advance, you can't get invested in her and Brady. Right, yeah, because I really you know, like her and Brady, by the way. I really like she's, them, but I can't get Right, but she's it. leaving. So, like, yeah. once again, Brady's going to be heartbroken again. I mean, I guess it's like, it's just kind of, it's like, it's, it's just like, well, how can I get invested when we know that Ari is leaving? So, so I agree with you. I kind of, some things I wish I didn't know either. Like, in the old days, you didn't know. In the old days, you just kind of, you just, all of a sudden, things would happen. I wish that we could have that again, where it's like, I don't want to know the story. I, I just want to watch it and then be shocked when something happens. Um, because it's, I don't know, knowing, having too much information sometimes is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, that's my Chad and Abby, Chad and Gabby. Would you agree that both couples have chemistry? Because for me, I just think Chad and Gabby have just better on-screen chemistry as a couple than Chad and Abby. Like, I'm feeling more of a friendship or co-parenting, you know, vibe from them. Honestly, I I don't feel as much chemistry. Maybe that's just my subjective, you know, view on it. <laughs> yes. Because I want what I want, but right, that's right. No, I um I know I love it. No, I um I I feel like part of it is I think you really are seeing cuz they're not playing it hard enough. That's the problem. So I think you're seeing almost kind of possibly a kind of friendship chemistry happening because they're not playing it the star-crossed lover thing. They're not, they're not playing it up. And I think um, 
for me, I do. I mean, I know all three actors, all three actors, and they're all they're all super sweet, nice people, and they're all. Marcy Miller's yeah. doing a great job as Happy. I think she's doing a great job. Tamina Banners yeah. is super nice. She's beautiful, a nice person. Billy Flynn, nice guy, really funny, you know, and he's killing it as as, as Chad. So I mean, yeah, I think it's chemistry with mm-hmm. them. I think each each side. I I see with both. But I think but I think what you're picking up on is they're playing Chad and Gabby harder. So that's what you're feeling because they really are, they're getting a chance to flesh it out. They're not flesh, to me. They're not fleshing out Chad and Abby so much. Yeah, I mean they really built up Chad and Gabby so much since September. Yeah. Yep. And what made me tune back into Days is because I was watching Days 2013 to 2014 when Jim Lilly came on because I loved her on GH. My girl. So. My girl. Oh, yeah. She's my girl, too. Like, I, I love Jen. Like, Jen knows, I think, the world of Jen. So, I, just, I, just, I, was, I was texting with her a couple nights ago, actually. She's a really, really sweet person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, I wish I'd kept watching because, like, I was watching GH2 at the time. Like, it's too much for me to watch both soaps. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't watch both soaps. Like, I can't do it. So, yeah. I dropped G- I dropped days. That's what it was. I dropped days. And they had Teresa Donovan clips on YouTube for the longest time. I had a whole playlist. I think I said, one day I'm just going to binge and I'll watch Teresa Donovan all day. And that's what I'll do. And then all of a sudden, you know, YouTube took them all off for copyright infringement, whatever. And I was like, really? Oh, wow. So I'm, I, I've only seen bits and pieces of like her recent stuff and it's terrible. Um, but anyway, I got back into days because – I saw that insane amount of chemistry between Billy and Camilla, Chad and Gabby, and I was like, what is up with them? I like them. They are okay. hot. <laughs> okay. I want to see what's going on there. So that's how I started watching Days again. Okay. And that was around the time Jen Lilly was leaving. Yeah. So I'm so invested in them now. I'm just like, I can't. Okay. I can't see. Like, I'm trying like, I've tried to like Chad and Abby, don't get me wrong. Like, I've honestly tried to like them. And I'm trying to, I'm really giving Marcy, you know, trying to give her a fair shot. Like, I really, I'm yeah. really like, okay, I'm trying to like Chad and Abby. I really am. Because yeah. I even went back and I watched Chabby 2.0, we fans call them, and I watched the King Nancy days. And I thought, okay, you know, I can see why people are, like, super invested in this couple. Like, but to me, she's the damsel in distress. Abby is kind of a weak character to me personally. I just feel, mm. I don't feel like I can root for her personally. I don't see anything that I can root for her and I don't feel like I, like I feel like I should, I should want her to like, you know, get better, but I feel like she's so fragile and she's like on the edge of a mental breakdown. I'm like, this girl needs help. Like, can can we put her in therapy, you know, and see her take her pills? Because I don't, I don't see her taking her so, I'm not invested in Abigail, so like for me, it's like, eh, like, whatever. I mean, I mean, she's she's not one of my characters, so I'm yeah. like, whatever happens to her, it's fine with me, I guess. I I don't have a a big investment. Even though I'm a Jennifer fan, I've always been a mm-hmm. Jennifer Rose fan, but I've never been her kids. I'm not invested in her kids. <laughs> I'm like, just like, oh, okay, do what you want. I, I'm JJ, not either. That's not the thing. A, not I don't care about JJ. No, me either. <laughs> even though Casey Mar- my friends you know, and I call him great guy, great guy in real life, great guy. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I just yeah. don't care about her kids. I just, I just really don't. You know, it's, it's like Hope. Don't care about her kids either. 
I mean, I, I, I wish, I mean, Sean Douglas a little more, yeah, but like Sierra, bye. You can go, girl. See you later. I don't know. I don't know. No, you for her. I kind of like Sierra no you for her. a little bit. <laughs> no, you for her. Yeah. Uh, but Claire, uh-huh. I liked. You know, I, I like the way they're writing her, but I liked her when she first came on. So I thought she yeah. was a really good actress. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I wish Hope was with her family a little more, but that's another story. That's, that's the writing. It's not her. It's the writing, obviously. Um, and of course, Martha Madison is my friend too, and I love Belle. So I thought I thought the newer Belle was great. I thought I mm-hmm. Belle and Philip together. I was a huge Bill and Philip fan. I thought they were great together. Um, but I also liked the triangle between Belle, Philip, and Sean Douglas. I that was rooted in history. Sean Douglas and Philip mm-hmm. are nephew and uncle. You know, it's, it's a whole incestuous thing. I I wish they could have went further with that. I'd love I'd love that. You know, so I don't. You know, I, I the thing is, us soap fans will suspend belief on a lot of stuff. But don't mess with our couple sometimes. Like, we know the histories of this. Yeah. Time, so we really watch and see what's going on. But we will, we, will, we will give leeway to a lot of things if it's well done and makes somewhat sense. You know, so. Right. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of fans have trouble with this whole, like, fake flashbacks that, we, that you guys are talking about. They were so bad. They were bad. It was, it was bad. Oh, it's such, it's such terrible. Like, so I've yeah. seen so much backlash on Twitter over it, and I'm like, Okay, well, you know what? It aired now. They've made it canon, even though technically it may not have even really happened. It could have happened off screen, but because we didn't see it, you know, a lot of fans don't want to accept that it even happened. Um, But, and then also my issue is with Chad and Gabby is I say they have history, and a a lot of fans are like, oh, well, they always hated each other. They have terrible history because of what she did to Melanie. I'm like, but they didn't start that way. They started out no. as friends. They briefly right. dated. They like to kind of just forget that that part of their history existed and just remember yeah, that. Yeah, understand. I remember there was Mia and the baby. That that led into the whole Sydney and all that. I mean, there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened around that whole time. That That's why Sammy and, and Chad were kind of close. They had that whole baby thing. Um, and mm-hmm. there was a whole storyline that happened back then that, you know, with the other Chad, obviously, who I got to meet, of course, who's a great guy, uh, Casey John Dietrich. They just, it was just a whole, but like, yeah, people forget about all that. But it, it was, there was something there. I mean, there was, there was a lot, it was a while back. You go on to YouTube, guys, you can find it. It was there. And days, people should know better because even like on soaps like Bold and Beautiful, they don't do fake flashbacks for Ridge and Brooke. They know it was Ron Moss. They don't. They don't do flashbacks on them. Then. They don't. They don't just do fake ones and add Torsten K in there. Like you just. You just don't do it. You see. You could talk about it and mention it, but don't do a made-up flashback. I mean, we all know when we watched the show. It didn't happen. Just yeah. That, to, me, lazy, to me, a little lazy. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. I understand. So, another question I have is: Would you have? written this whole love triangle storyline differently than the way it's playing out now with Chad, Abby, and Gabby. Yeah, and then with Dario thrown in the mix, too. Yeah, I basically, yeah, yeah, I would have. I mean, if I, again, I would not be a soap writer because I know the fans, everybody has their thoughts. But I just, for me, I, again, I would have I played it a little differently that, I mean, she died. And it's like, I would have had her hiding around for a while. I would have her wanting to come back to her, her man and her baby maybe have an obstacle in the way to get there and be a little wild, but get there. And 
I think that Chad should have opened her, welcomed her with open arms, and it should have been a, a little closer, but have his feelings for Gabby still and be, and be a little conflicted and play that. That's interesting, too. So in a way, Chad and Abigail fans still have their couple kind of together. They're in the same orbit. But meanwhile, Chad and Gabby fans have this forbidden fruit. And to me, that can be really interesting. And there could be problems with Abigail coming back because what happened to her while she was gone, and they maybe separate from I mean, there's ways I, I would have written it. It could, have been, it could have been different, I think. And, and that both sides would have at least some satisfaction, I think. And it would feel like it was rooted in continuity. So, yes, I, that's kind of how I would have written it a little differently. Yeah. I would have waited more for, for Abby to come back. Like, I would have definitely, like, stretched that out. more. The whole time she was lurking around, what really pissed me off about that, I have to say, for the whole, like, it felt like, what, it was like a month and a half, she was basically stalking Chad around town, watching and watching and watching it. And I'm like, right. what is wrong with you? If you want him back so bad, get in there and fight for your man. That, like, that I don't was my problem what's too. wrong with you. That was my problem also. That was really my problem. That went on way too long. It was, it was just way too yes. no sense. That's why I couldn't root for her. I was like, you're too weak. I don't, I don't, I can't with you. Like, like, forget it then. You lost him. Like, you waited too long. I understand that. <laughs> I, totally, I, can, I can see why you got I totally can see why people would be like, I'm done. I know, I, I get that. I totally get it. Yeah. So, I, I, I didn't feel like they should have waited and had Chad and Gabby completely, you know, fall in love and like, Chad was already thinking about, you know, down the road, like, oh, you know, me and Gabby could be a family with Thomas and Ari. And I was like, yeah, because you all be freaking adorable together. Like, mm-hmm. So that's where I was. Um, okay. But anyway, okay. you answered most of my other day's questions. Oh, really? Oh, funny. Okay. So, you yeah. know, with talking about GH a little bit, we kind of mixed in days. Um, yeah. But I am going to ask, a couple more. One character you would bring back on days. Good question, because they're, I mean, oh my God. I want, I want Kristen, Susan, all of them to come back. I want them all to come back. Seeing Susan for a minute was great. I think, I, I think, I think Kristen, and I also say Peter Blake. I've been saying it over and over again. Peter Blake should come on the show, because he has not come back yet. And he is a Stefano son by adoption. I think he should come back and avenge his sister's death, try to fight Andre, and Chad for like the mirror hood. I think bringing one of those two back on would be, would just be amazing. Awesome. And we've already mentioned our girl, Jen. So yeah. what storyline would you write to bring Jen, Eka, Teresa back on the show? Well, I mean, cause you know, I'm friends with her and I know she's busy doing other stuff right now with Hallmark and everything. Um, mm-hmm. If she were to, if she said, James, I'll come back on the show, write me a storyline. I thought that's how, that's how Okay, girl. Um, I think I really liked her and Bray together. They really worked that out because I didn't like them together at first. And they really, really fleshed that out. And the fact that it made her have to leave if he thinks it's something bad, I think she should come back and fight for her man. I mean, that's a basic storyline. Come back and fight yeah. for her man because she fought for him the first time. She finally got him and she had to let him go. He needs to see that she's back and she's serious. And I would see her have a strong backbone. Give her, make her the head of a company, of a fashion company. Just some, make her somebody strong so that he can see that she has changed 
yet there's parts of her, you know, that are going to, you know, do some maybe a few shady things to get her man back. But put her in a more powerful position, I think. Um, grow her up a little bit. Put her in a powerful position and have her come back strong and say, and be transparent. I had to leave because of blank, 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 but I am back and I want you. And have them fight their way back to each other. You know, I mean, she should be hurt, of course, and everything, but have them find a way back to Brady and then Brady begins, just continues. So, I, yes, I, I would do that. And bring on her brother Andrew as a gay character. Uh-huh. Andrew Donovan as a gay character and have him with Sonny or Paul. He's not related to any of them, so why not? Ah, that would really mix things up because Sonny yes, and Paul will. just got together well, for the first time. I was like, "Woo!" Well, that was a good day. That was a good day's could, episode that day. That well, was that well, was could, good. Well, if they could bring back Will as as Chandler Massey, Will, I would be very happy. I think I I did this rant audition days last year. They ruined everything by killing off Will. He's a legacy character. Was completely dumb. Was related to everybody. He was. Yeah. He was a complex character. He was. We grew up with him. Literally grew up with his character on the show. That was completely dumb. Completely dumb for them to do that. I didn't understand that's, that's why they did that either. Because that was right after I like stopped watching, and I was like, "What? They killed Will? Well, why?" There are, <laughs> there are speculations about that um, because, and also I don't, I don't care. I'll say that people get people tweet me. Say we tweet for this too. The, the you know the the middle America is not always ready for progressive storylines, shall we say? And both on General Hospital and on Days of Our Lives, they both had a gay storyline happening at the same time. And I thought both shows did it beautifully. I thought both shows with Felix and and uh, Lucas and Brad and with Will and Sunny and Paul. I thought they did it. They treated it like a regular soap storyline. It just happened to be guys and gay. Love that. To me, that was perfect. Because all we care about is soap stuff. We, we just want to see it be soapy. That's all we care about. Um, and I think it got too real. And there's speculation, I can't be quoting because I don't know for sure, for sure, that it was kind of suggested that they kill the storylines and, like, literally kill Will. So I, I don't know for sure if that is allegedly. That's the big things I've heard in the industry. And that's what happened. And then slowly, you know, now they come back around again. Both soaps are kind of come back around, but you see that they don't have any major storylines anymore. Not really. So they both were front and center storylines. They were front and center, and they were doing really well. And actually, a lot of fans did accept it, and it was kind of great. So I don't know. Yeah. But that's the power of television. Yeah. Yes. So, any other any other yeah. questions on Days of Our Lives? I think that about wraps it up for Days. Honestly, I do have a caller, but I'm not sure who it is. I they've been uh, listening the whole time, so in case they have a question for you, would that be okay? Yeah, sure. All right, let's see who Southeast Texas is. Southeast Texas, you're on the air with us. Hello. They might just be listening. Hello, Southeast Texas. 
Okay. I think they're no. just listening. So, okay. anyway, that's it. They want to listen to your beautiful voice. That's all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Okay, sure. (laughs) I love it. Well, I love that you are a life coach, too. Like, like how did you get into that? I want to ask about that real quick. Like, was that something you always thought you might might do, or did this kind of naturally fall in your lap, or what happened? Yeah, I, I, ha, I my my aunt Faith, appropriately named, uh, is somebody who is invested in, in my life. She's invested in me and and what's and what's me. And when I ten years ago I decided to change my life completely and leave my corporate job and come back to LA. I was living in San Francisco. I decided to change my life. She suggests I be an organizer. And it's a short story version of that. She kind of suggests that. And then about. Four years in, she's like, have you ever thought thought about life coaching? I'm like, what's life coaching? What's that? Um, And I went home and researched it. I thought, oh, this kind of falls in line with my organizing. I'm kind of coaching people. Um, And then I I looked at the schools, and I actually paid a lot of money. went to Coach Training Alliance and went there for a year-long program and took a a test and had class every week and and took a final exam and got my certification and my letters. And... It's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I'm so glad I did because life coaching, we don't fix people. That's a misnomer. We don't fix anybody. We're just coaching you through life and helping you, inviting you to see things in a different way. Uh, we're, we're trying to help you get unblocked and move forward. A lot of times you already have the answers. You just need them just kind of kind of mirrored back to you or or validated or whatever, and we give you the tools to work that out. And it works just in general. I, I love it. I mean, I, I come from center. I'm very present in everything that I do. That's what coaching teaches you. And I just, it's one of the best things I ever did in my entire life. It was worth the money. It was worth the time. I'm so glad I'm a certified life coach. I'm so, I'm so glad. And I just, but it felt, again, it kind of fell onto my lap. And my Aunt Faith is what who suggested it. Awesome. Awesome. I've, I've always thought, like, maybe I should be a life coach in the past when I'm having, like, my my crazy times where I'm like, I don't know what I should do with my life. I just did a life. <laughs> it's a great training for you. you. Like, I learned a lot. It was very transformative for me as a person as I was going through the training because you're really forced to look at yourself. You can't help anybody else to look at yourself. And you really, luckily I've done a lot of work on myself before that, but I really did look at myself during the process of schooling and you really, you, they ask you the hard questions. And they give you they give you they give you situations to go through, and they tell you to eliminate certain words out of your language, and you're like, how do you not say why? Don't say why anymore. Okay, don't say why. Don't say can't. Don't say there's like certain things that you you probably say and don't even know you say it. They're showing you a way not to say it because they're all negative stopping words. They just when you say can't, mm-hmm. that stops everything. When you say why, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like I learned all this stuff. As, I'm learning this stuff as a person in this coaching class. So it was very, it changed my life and it changed my life at the same time. So it was great. Yeah. And, that, and I, that, I remember yeah. you saying stuff about, I can't, because I watched one of your, I watched your interview today that you did on Black Hollywood. Live. Yes, yes, Ricky, yes. I thought Ricky, that was yes. really good. Yes. I always ask my guests the same two questions. I never prep them. And it's like, what word do you take out of your vocabulary? And what words should we put back into our vocabularies? And it's very interesting because the one that I say take out and don't say anymore 
it's a hard one for people to think about. And so, actually, I'll ask you guys, what is one word you, you, should, you should take out of our vocabulary we should never say? Each of you guys, so you can answer. Okay. Celia, you answer first because you've been quiet. Um, I have to think about that. <laughs> and so I, just, I just on my show where they don't get a lot of time. It's like, you got to come up with, like, what comes to mind to you that's like a media? Like, what, what first comes to your mind? You think, we probably shouldn't say that word anymore. <laughs> it could be profane. It could be. Oh, come on, could be there's regular. plenty of stuff on Twitter that I'm like, oh man, I hate that yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Or if we make it a little easier, because you aren't on my show, so make it a little easier. What word do you think we should say more of? Billiard stumps. <laughs> she wasn't ready for this. I was ready for it because I watched the show. Yes. Um. Well, no, I'm just I'm. Christy knows me. I'm just I'm. Like most people are like I can't, and I'm a person that's like I can do this. Like so. So so I'm not the I'm not the person like oh I can't do this I'm like yes I will do this um, if it tries to kill me um yeah. I'll, you know and I'm I'm always um always push myself I've always pushed myself mm-hmm. even when I was younger you know so um let's see. It's, it's what's funny about this. But what's funny about this exercise is I always ask this towards the end of the show. So I have a clock, and it's like ticking down. What's interesting is people a lot of times have the answer, but they're so either like I want to say the right thing, or they get blocked all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say that word. Maybe maybe I don't want to say that because it won't sound profound enough. It's really funny when I ask this question because I ask it for certain reasons because I think people we should go with our gut, just say what we say what we feel. And not be afraid, and just kind of oh, say, uh, yeah. you know. So it's kind of it's a funny thing when I ask this question. Yeah, I'm I'm very I very I'm very much a per that person. Like if I'm thinking it, it was a joke. It's like if Celia's thinking it, it's usually coming out of her mouth. Like, okay. um, I have no filter. Um, yeah. Um, you'll find that on Twitter. I'm just not on Twitter very much, but. Um, except to watch my shows, and yeah, a lot of things like come the Walking out. Dead. She's upset with <laughs> The Walking Dead. Yes, it's actually yeah. off the air for seven months. Oh. Yeah, I know. I just, I just watched the finale. I just watched the finale. Did you watch it? Oh my yeah, god! Was it an amazing? It was very tense. I would say it was very tense. At first, I got pissed. I was like, "Not again!" I got all caught again. But then it wasn't just that. So yeah, it was. It was. It was good. It was good. I know. They got to the part where you know. Um, they had Carl, and I was yep. like, not again, Jesus. Rick, oh, I was like, oh, my God. And then yeah. they heard the scream. I was like, oh, my God. Can they just, can they just, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, wham. And it's like, oh, hello. Hello, kingdom. Yeah. Hello, Hilltop. Thank you, Jesus. You know? yeah. like, Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I can't not handle it. Like, I could not, ha- if, if the season finale 
was like the season premiere, I couldn't handle it. Like I barely made it through the season premiere without having a nervous breakdown. Like it, it's, but it was such a payoff. Like a lot of people didn't like it, whether it was the violence or whatever. I'm like, okay, you watch a show about zombies. It's going to be a little violent. But, um, yeah, that's why these, I, can't, I can't watch it. I tried watching like five seconds of it once. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> not going to happen. Nope. Um, I can't do it. It's, it's, just, it's just funny because, you know, uh, people wanted the war to start, to start and finish. Right. The episode. I'm like, no. Well, I'm like, was, yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing, how slow it was. I'm like, and I, I talk. I talk to my best friend, my best friend Andy, like about the show. This is all we talk about. Well, we talk about other things, but this is one of the main things that we talk about. And we just bounce ideas off of each other because a lot of times we're thinking alike. So we just yeah. kind of bounce, you know, and we just talk about it. And um, one of ours, I'm like, and I told her the other day, I was like, I'm one of those people that I need like it to develop. You know, I don't want them to go to war and not know who the kingdom is, not know who Hilltop is, not know who, you know, the trash people, you know, or the um, saviors. Or, you know, I need to know who these people are, but that's just me. So I like that it was the slow buildup, you know, because the payoff in the end was amazing. Poor Sasha. I was so sad. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. We got it her was, started. She could go on and on about this. I love Walking Dead. That's my new obsession. Yeah, so. yeah, it's interesting. But nigga, we got to October now. We got to until October. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and we have to wait seven more months. Oh, that hurts my heart. But I'm, I'm excited for you know the eighth season. So it's a bit all-out war. So I'm here for it's it. It's eight so. seasons already of this show. Yes. Actually, the first episode of the eighth season is going to be their hundredth episode. Okay. Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Wow! 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 Okay, talking about The Walking Dead. Who's your favorite character on The Walking Dead? Well, it's not uh, Carl. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I'm like, here you go. I don't care. You can go. Um, I um, I got it's Carol because we watched her. Yes. Oh my God, you are my favorite person right now. I love Carol. Mother. Yeah. She's the queen of all queens to me. Yes. Sorry. Well, she started. She started out. She started out like you know this beaten down housewife with her Uh tired mother. She Mm -hmm. lost everything. Her kids. She lost everything, and then she's really fought her way to. Now she's a badass. So, uh-huh. And I, I mean, and people, can. and I, I know fans were mad at her for her storyline this year. And it's like, but she's still Carol. Like this gets yeah. to her. And I think, and I think what got to her is she had more live kills yeah. than zombie kills. And yes, there's a difference. Like she killed more people than zombies. And I think yeah. that's what broke her on top of like everything else you know, that she went through and, you know, I think she still had her guilt for um, Lizzie, you know, killing Lizzie, you know, and oh, Lisa yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, um, look at the flowers, look at the flowers. I know, yeah. I um, so. But, I mean, oh, she put the knife in Lizzie's hand that killed her sister, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. And she was doing that to, you know, because she didn't want these kids to be like her daughter, you know. So, I mean, I knew that she needed it, and I knew she'd be back and be the badass that she is. I knew that, you know, she just needed a little cooling off period, and they've all had it. So why not Carol too? So she's my favorite too. So and like you said, because she went from this like weak person to like the badass that like blew up Terminus <laughs> by herself, a one woman yeah. army, <laughs> yeah. and saved all her family. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I yes. I go I will just to tie us back to soaps. It's very soapy, and that's the thing. Soaps will never die in terms of mm-hmm. the story wise, because everything's a soap. Wrestling are soaps, sports are soaps, uh, science fiction are soaps. Everything is now written with a storyline arc. Everything is written, you know, the nighttime. Huh. I mean, they don't call them soaps, but em- Empire's a soap, Gandalf's a yeah. soap, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy's a soap. They don't write right. them as their soaps, but they write them as soaps. It's like so. It's kind yep. of things like. So the soap will ultimately will never die, but it's mm-hmm. our soap, actual shows that are considered soap operas, that's the problem. Uh, the Bringing Back Dynasty reboot, I'm totally not excited at all about that. I think it's going to be totally horrible on CW. Um, and it's just, it's just like it's – the soap genre is just given so much to American mm-hmm. television as a whole – that the way we're talking about, you know, Walking Dead, Mad Men was a soap. They're all Six Feet Under yeah. was a soap. They were all Sopranos was a soap. They're all they're mm-hmm. all soapy, and they owe their they owe their lives and their backbone and their show running to daytime soaps. That's where it mm-hmm. all began. There will be yeah. the first prime time was Peyton Place, and I think probably Dark Shadows. But they owe themselves to the daytime soaps that started on radio. Like it's. It's like yeah. daytime soaps are the fabric of America, America, and I feel like many of us, our grandparents, great grandparents, our our aunties, whatever, they all uh-huh. watched them. We were raised, we were raised by them. They were starting yeah. to sell products. That's why they were starting to sell soap products. That's why they started. It's something that's so we should not lose them. I will always be an advocate for soaps, no matter what they are, no matter how bad they are, how good they are, no matter to me. I will always be an advocate for soaps, saying. The genre should continue. I'm also part Latino, and, you know, telenovelas are really big in Latin American countries. They're, mm-hmm. they're set up different things. A lot of them are, like, you know, three or four months at a time, but they're still very popular. They don't get rid of the genre. They just, they just, they just it stays. Um, and mm-hmm. soap opera should still be mm-hmm. in a vocabulary. Keep some words to stay, say more of. Should stay in a vocabulary. It's not a dirty word. And I think people really need to, as I get my soapbox right now, but I just feel like that's something that we should really – we should all bond over the fact there's only four left. We have to protect yeah. these four. Right. Young and Arrested and Bone the Beautiful are sold as nighttime soaps. So they're a little safer. They're, they're around the world, and they're, they're pretty big. Yeah. But Days Are Our Lives at General Hospital need our protection. They need Especially our Days. Well. Especially Days. But General Hospital, yeah. you never, you never mm-hmm. know that one either. I mean, Days is yeah. a little yeah. more teetering than, than we are. But General Hospital is still barely is hanging on to you. And I, I just think that we need to protect them and not get mm-hmm. comfortable and just go, oh, well, they'll be on forever. Because as we know, they may not. And Days, of course, has been the most vocal where they've been having, like, year-to-year renewals. It's scary. Yeah. And, you know, we, and whether or not we like the storylines or whatever, it's still part, it's a part of our American culture. 
but I feel like it's generational. It should still be on the air, and I just I will always be the advocate for that. And a and a lot of fans like those the a lot of fans like us and people that we've talked to that have called into the show. They've all said, you know, I watched it with my auntie, or I watched it with my grandma, right. or I watched it with my great grandma, or I watched right. it with my grandfather, or my mom, or my dad, or whoever, yeah. or like a friend of mine. She's like, I was, you know, I used to watch Bold and the Beautiful because it was on in the break room, you know, yes. her break room, and okay. she's like, that was what was on. So I watched, or whatever yeah. it was, Y R. Like I'll go, I'll go to Kroger's on Wednesday because I get five dollars sushi. And yes. it usually either – well, usually we're up there during Bold and the Beautiful. And my yeah. friend was like, who is that? And I'm like, I just started talking because so I knew, knew the soap. And she's like, oh, yeah. I've never seen it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so. And, you know, right. and I haven't watched it in, like, three or four months, you know, but I still know, you know, the characters. and Yeah. And that's just, I mean, I watch Days because of my mom, because that's what she watched. Right. But I watched General Hospital because my grandfather, that's what he watched. He watched yeah. General Hospital. So, I mean. It's important. It was just, it just, it's just, it's a part of, it's a part of us. That we should, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's like, it it's is. like having an arm or a leg. Because people name their kids after these characters. Yeah, like, I they had do. a friend named Kayla, and she's like, yeah, my mom too. named me after Kayla on Days. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. That's you. I mean, I just think it's just important. I think it's very important. You know, if if you get anything out of this out of this episode with me, I love the soaps, and I and I hope they continue. And our shows and the things that I do for the soap world, I will continue to do because I I believe in the genre, and I I like I like the people who are in it. They're all super nice. They're uh-huh. all trying to do do good work. They're all working very hard to do good work, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the the truth. I mean, it's kind of you know, so. I mean, I'll always have a special place in my heart for days because that was, like, my first soap. And I know the many years that they got overlooked. But, again, there was ten other, you know, or nine other yeah. soaps. Yeah. But, I mean, days will just hold a special place in my heart. So, Very good. Very um, good. you know, um, and General Hospital, too. But I love them all, and I want, you know, all of them to survive. But... I mean, yeah. Jace has been doing pretty good over there um, on NBC, you know, um, with all those cancellations of soaps, like As the yeah. World Turns. I mean, not uh, Another World and uh, Passions. Passions, um, Sunset Beach, Santa Barbara, Sunset, yeah. Christmas Tomorrow. They were all NBC, mm-hmm. and they all, they all got canceled. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and Passions was, you know, Mother Soap, you know, but it came on after days. Yeah. Um. But it was kind of like I needed that craziness, you know, that was, you know, Tabitha and, you know, yeah. Penny and, you know, flying whatever monkeys yeah. over there, you know. <laughs> no, I remember James Why Wiley, not? Head writer. Yeah, head writer. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. So, it it was it was it was a very interesting show, you know, yeah. and yeah. I enjoyed it. I I really did. A lot of people didn't and I did. So, um, I enjoyed well, it. Well, gave us Eric Martsoff and who I love Eric. I love him personally. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He gave us gave us Eric Martsoff and he's the bomb. So, he's he's such a good uh-huh. guy. Yeah. And I love when he went he won his Emmy and thanked, you know, passions. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. 
I was watching Teresa and, um, what is it, Teresa and Ethan? What was his name on Passions? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ethan? Oh, yeah, Ethan. Yeah, because a lot of my Chad and Gabby friends on Twitter, they're like, oh, they should totally be like Teresa and Ethan on Passions. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, because I have Lopez Fitzgerald, yes. I watched all the clips, and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, okay, so I get it. Like, like I've seen a bunch of, like, really good clips of them. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, it was an interesting show. And they had, like, sci-fi stuff on that show. And, like, well, I, I couldn't really the get into that part. I was like, uh, that's, that's too, that's weird. And, like, I did try to watch Passions one time. And I saw a mermaid in the kitchen. And I was like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> I am turning the that, channel. That was actually that's that was probably what child's was play compared to some other things I, I that were on. I don't know what that was about, but I was like freaked out by it. So I, I got to meet um, Lindsay Hartley, who played Teresa and later Ariana on Days of Our Lives. Super nice, very pretty in person. She was on Queens of Drama, which was on Pop TV, and she was so sweet. I had, to, I had to get her point. She was super nice. I was like, I told her I was, I was a fan of her work, and she was super nice. She was super nice. Yay. I love Lindsay. She seems yeah. so sweet. Sweetheart. Oh. She's very nice. Very, 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 very nice. So I, 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 can, I can vouch for that. I've seen her a couple of times. She was super nice. Aww. That, that well, last I wanna... episode of Passions was the best. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it on, on YouTube. The last episode of Passions was the best. Okay, I'm going to have to watch. But um, Yeah. I know we can talk was, about soap all night. It was weird. So we can wrap things up. You, we've oh, yeah, been on for yeah, like two late, hours. Late for you guys. It's late for you guys, especially. Well, I, I want to be respectful of your time, too. I don't know if you have anything, you know, going on. So, um. But Perfect. thank you. I mean, this has been awesome. I know we could talk about soaps all night. So yes, this was fun. You guys, this is, this is great. To, I I didn't really know a lot of this was going on out there. That there's there was this talk show and people were doing stuff. And I'm glad you guys are you know are kind of contacting me or kind of out there. And I'm like, I'll do your show. I'm like, sure, why not? It's because we're all in this together. We're all part of the village. Mm-hmm. We're all part of the soap village, and that's what we need to kind yes. of. Yes, I love what you said other. about unity on soap party. Like that's so true. Like, yeah. I honestly, I don't want to feel like I'm competing against someone else's show. Like, why can't we all be friends? Like, why can't we all work together? Like, mm-hmm. we all love the same thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. and, you know, with talking about the soap party girls, like, they come on our show and we go on their show. And, mm-hmm. like, it's it's yeah. like, yes, there's two two different shows, but it's like we talk about, you know, the soap. So, and what yes. they catch on our show right. may be different on their show because they co- they cover all four, you know, where we Yeah, they cover of, all four and do recaps, you know, well, as you saw, you know, yeah. heard. It's yeah. like, they're, they're, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> I can't. Well, you know, I, I barely because, keep up with the two I watch, so. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because there's also, there is a um, podcast out of the East Coast called Planet Lumina, who, which is a very rare reference to Casey the Alien on General Hospital years ago that Robin met. 
And it's a podcast about General Hospital. And um, I ran across them by accident one day, and I'm in talks with having them on our show. Because, again, like I said, there's no, there's no competition or anything. I mean, it's like, you love General Hospital? We have General Hospital Report. Let's all talk about it together and see what the opinions are. So I'm working with them to come on our show. And they were like, so they're like, we're so shocked because yours is so nice. I'm like, well, there's no, there's no I mean, it's, you're on the East Coast. We're on the West mm-hmm. Coast. We're fortunate because we, we're in Hollywood. So we literally yeah. get the stars. I mean, we get to have them. Where yeah. why not give you some exposure? And for your, you, I'm sure you have your own set of fans, and it helps you guys, mm-hmm. helps us. So I think I think why not? So, but yeah, I feel like unity is is very important. We do not need to be fighting against each other. This is just it. This makes no yeah. sense. Makes no sense. Right, especially if we both want the same thing. We both want to keep all the soaps on the air and yeah. support the genre. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly, support exactly. the genre. Exactly, so that's that's my thought too. So, but this was yeah. this was so much fun, you guys. I enjoyed myself immensely. I'd love to come on again sometime. This was, this was yes, great. Yes, come back anytime you want. Just call in when yeah. we have a show. Just kind of hop on. You're always hey, I make surprise you. You know, you, you say see, this in days because I say it all the time. Oh, you know, I just pop it on that show sometimes too without telling them. So be careful. You might get you might have me on the phone. Who knows? <laughs> Never know. Awesome. So, hey, it would be so fun. And when I can call in edition days, I do because I I love all of you girls over there. Yes, girl. I love girl. it. Yeah. I love when you guys yeah. are like, girl, girl. Girl. I'm like, girl. I just laugh. I just sitting there laughing. It's so awesome. I'm so glad because we, we, we love, we are, we are so blessed to be able to do a show. We're able to talk about a show that we love. I've been watching it since 1983. So we get to watch and talk about a show that we grew up with. We get to meet the celebrities on the show. We know how blessed we are, and we want to have a good time. We want to show you a good time, and we have fun when we're together, and that's the point. That's what you're seeing, and it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be serious. It can be funny, and we do have our serious moments, too, and our rants and things, too, but it's for fun. It's a Sunday afternoon or some of you guys Sunday evening. We want to show you a good time and entertain you for that hour and a half. I mean, that's, that's what we love. We, we love you guys. We love all of our fans. For all the soap shows on our soap blog, I'm so glad you guys are tuning in to us and, or listening to us on iTunes. If you aren't, come to us. Come to us. We're on After Buzz TV. Come to us. We're a soap blog every Sunday. So come to us. We have, we have a show you, for everybody. After Buzz literally has, a, has like a show for like every single TV show, I feel like. Every Just good about, yeah, TV yeah. show yeah. out there. It's yeah, on it there. Like, I was, yeah. I'm, I'm literally sitting there like amazed. I'm like, and I just saw they had one for 13 Reasons Why, yeah. which I'm watching on Netflix right now. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm watching you, that. Oh. Well, see, it, I, was, so. I, was a strange, I was a Stranger Things fan. and um, I like and that, I too. Yeah. I can't wait till October, Halloween, for, for part two. Um, but we have an after show for that. We had, a, we had an after show for Sense8. We have after shows for all the big shows. Like, we do after shows. I do When Calls the Heart. We do after show for that. Like, we do after shows. And for soap fans, I created three of the four soaps after shows and after buzz tv i'm the producer and i'm the runner and i did three of them that's because you guys asked for them and i brought them to the network and they said yes and so we're happy to have restless wrap-up bold breakdown and gh report with edition days that started all tony moore mark j freeman started all it was we have four shows for you guys to tune in whenever you want to and hear our opinions listen to the interviews and have a good time with us and that we invite all you guys to do that have a good time with us yeah, I'm telling you, your Billy, the Billy Flynn show was like one of the best edition days shows. Like ever. he's good. He's he's ever. he's a good time. He's a good he's a good time. He's such a, you know Mark J. Freeman. That's his man. He loves Billy Flynn. 
And the fact he gave Tony shade all the time was funny. And, and he liked we, we, oh, we that. Oh, that was hilarious him. when he yeah, gave Tony shade. All, and, then, and then I heard yeah. Billy talking to Mike like, no, no shit. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it was all, it's all, it was all for fun. He he knows how to play with us. Um, uh, uh, Tao Pangolin, same thing. When he comes on, he plays uh, Andre. He's so fun. I love Tao so much. And he's another one who's a straight shooter, straight from the hip, tell it like it is. But he plays with us. He goes, our shows are, see, our shows are safe. There are no others. There's no other soap video out there. We are the only video of soap stuff out there. Everything else is either audio or print. We do video. We are safe. We are fun. We will take you in. We bring you to the your to your audience. We bring you to the fans. That's what we do. And so they all realize when they come on the show, they're like, "This is the best show in town." Like we're fun. We have a good time. It's like you know. Again, we love the soaks. And that's why we do it. We love the soaks. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me on your show. I totally appreciate it. Well, well, you are welcome. And man, it would be a dream to be on on your on your any GH report or fishing days, man. But I've been well, LA in years, so come to LA. You never know. We have you, you saw we had Carolyn Topol, who's a, a blogger and watched our show for years. She came on our show, and and uh, Nina Grava, who's a fan, came on our show. So I'm like, you never know. So, I mean, you know, come to LA and let me know, and we'll see what we do. You never know. Hey, um, I'll let you know next time I come to LA. Oh yeah. yeah. So. And uh, perfect. But thank you so much for having me on the show, ladies. I, I, had, I had a great time. Thank you so, so, so very much. Well, thank oh, you for you're coming. You've thank you for spending all this time with us and answering you're all welcome. our questions and letting Celia go off on her uh, Walking Dead brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be. He understands me. Like, he understands me. You understand when. Yes. Yeah, see, you yeah. need to have her on your on the Walking Dead after Buzz. After yeah. show, right after show, yeah, after show. Yeah, after that one, but yeah, after that one. Yeah. No, folks, just, just anybody out there, I, I, I'm, on, I'm on everything at James Law Jr., so Periscope, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook. I do Periscopes one, I do at least one a day, and if you ever want to see me talk about kind, all kinds of stuff and throw shade at people, go to my Periscope, and, I, and you'll see what I do, and I talk about all kinds of stuff on there, so... Follow me. And YouTube, I, I you have tons. It's organized yes. by list. Yes, YouTube. Everything Go to does. JLJ, JLJ <laughs> Media. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to my page. I'm trying to get to 200 people. I'm at, I'm at 177 right now. I'm trying to get to 200. Subscribe. And everything is neat and in order. You can pick a playlist and see what I do. It's a lot of fun. I do a lot of different shows. There's something for everybody. But I do it for the fans. I love the fans. And I, I call you guys my village. You guys are all part of my village. And it's, it's, we're in this together. So... I really uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. Very much. Awesome. Awesome. Well, ladies, well, take care and have a good weekend. Yes. Yes. Have, have a good weekend. And if you go watching, anybody's watching on Sunday, I'll see you Sunday. So go ahead. Yes. All right. Well, I'll be wa- I'll probably be watching the replay. Like I might get out of work and catch the last like ten minutes, but that'd be it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> or Monday. You guys watch this Monday. You watch this Monday too. We're on. And after that, we're you can see you can see it whenever you want. So yes, I'll probably have to watch it Monday. I have to babysit. Well, you know, I think I believe Dish and Days has a guest this week. Um, yeah, Marcy uh, Miller. So, yes, and General Hospital Report has Eden McCoy coming on, who plays Jocelyn. Aww. And breakdown. And bold breakdown. We have Pearson Foday, who plays Thomas Forrester. So there's guests on all the shows. 
this weekend. Oh, lucky you guys. Yeah, so That's come, so awesome. watch our soap block. We have the actors coming on this weekend, so watch our soap block this weekend. It's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yes. Awesome. Well, take care, ladies. I'm going to go and go back to work. I got, I got more work to do, so I'll go back to work. This is more stuff. Uh, but this is so much fun. Well, yeah, thank you was. for um, coming on, taking time out of your busy schedule to thank come you. on and talk to us. You're welcome. We appreciate it. And you're always welcome back whenever thank you. you want. Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Everybody who listens, take yeah. care and have a great weekend. All right. Good thank night, you. Guys. Bye. Bye. So awesome. So that was it. That's everything. Wow, we covered a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. think he'd be on that long. I was like, oh, my gosh, he probably has to, like, go do something. I mean, the guy does it all. He does it all. I feel like he does it all. If you look at his Twitter page, he's got, like, a title for everything he does. He's like, Papa, gardener, life coach, this, that. Like, <laughs> I'm like wow. Um, yeah. So he had his, he has like um, I looked on his YouTube. He has like the the super quick James Watt Junior show, and he does like different vlogs basically on random random stuff. It's so great. And he was so sweet. He sent that, that Twitter video of him walking and saying he was looking forward to coming on the show. I'm like, that's so sweet. He didn't even have to do that. So oh, it was so sweet of him. So, I'm so excited. I, I hope you all enjoyed the show, and thank you, everyone, who's been listening since the very beginning of the show. It's a very long show, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope I was able to answer at least the important stuff get the important stuff answered by him Um, because I know Chad and Gabby, Chad and Abby were like a big topic, which of course I had to cover and go on about. And Celia, you got to talk to him about autism in the beginning, which is really awesome and Walking Dead and your Jarly and we just covered a lot. We covered a lot. Thank you for letting me take over for a minute about autism because if I can stick it in there anywhere I go, I will do it. So, and since I they had both- a feeling it was really important, and we don't really cover like that kind of stuff on the show usually, so yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. I I just knew we had to get other stuff eventually. So, but it was it was good. I'm glad. Um, and he's willing to he's really willing to talk about any subject. So, you know, it's a good time. So, yeah, we're going to pretty much wrap things up because we don't really have any other guests in the chat. We have, like, a couple trollers in the chat room, so I apologize to those of you in the beginning. Like, I didn't catch the guy right away. It was, like, really weird. came in, like, three times, and then he left. So, yep. But, uh, well, it was a good interview, and it was a good show. I'm always happy to do shows when you, with you, and I can. It's yeah, it's wonderful. And um, stay tuned. I am working on actually another guest from Dish and Days. So just I'm waiting on the details and hoping to schedule that in the very near future. So 
Stay tuned to my Twitter and my Facebook. And, uh, yeah, you'll find out who, although some of you may have an idea already. But, yeah, um, I'll just say that. Some of you may have an idea. (laughs) Because I called in edition day last week. So I was able to because I had the day off. Awesome, awesome. I was able to do that. But, of course, of course, the weekend they have somebody, they have a special guest. I'm not able to, like, watch. I'm like, of course, I'm working 12 to 7. Of course. Like, I think I want to start telling my boss, can I work, like, like 10 to 5 or, like, 11 to 6 on Sundays? <laughs> so that way I can, like, catch edition days after my shift. Because that, that would be awesome. You know, like, that gives mm-hmm. me something to look forward to after work and all these people. A long day. <clears throat> uh, a long day at the grocery store where I have to tell everyone to uh, upgrade to the plenty card. Please, if you um, shop at Winn-Dixie, just a quick shout out. If you shop at Winn-Dixie, please upgrade to the plenty card. I promise. If you use the app, it takes less than five minutes. And it makes the job of the cashier like 10 million times easier if you've already upgraded or you already have a plenty card from Rite Aid or Macy's or Exxon or Mobile. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying shout out to my job, Winn-Dixie. Love you, but yeah, this is a little little extra work on my part, and I know nobody likes change, but yeah, it's just exhausting. So, because <laughs> I have to say the same thing like a million times in a row and register plenty of people for plenty cards. But it's good. You get perks. You get points towards your fuel and your groceries. So, anyways, that's what I have to deal with. My other job is driving lovely, like, boys home from school, and then I get to do my internship where I make videos. So I, I do a lot, too. Like, like James does a lot. He talked about time management, and I'm like, that's what I feel like I do. And then on my days off, I feel like, well, I don't want to do any time management. I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm I have a few things tomorrow on my day off, but I'm just like, mainly I just want to like sleep in and just like do nothing. I literally, how I feel my days off. I literally fell asleep an hour before I had to go pick up my son from school today, and I was sleeping so hard when my alarm went off. I was like, oh, and I laid in bed for like 20 more minutes. <laughs> I was so exhausted today. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I stayed up a little bit too late last night, and I didn't want to get up. And then, of course, I went to my internship today, and I'm like, like I told you before, I'm like, I can't edit today. I don't want to edit because I am tired. I am super tired. Like, super tired. So that's why I was like, I am drinking Coke tonight because I have an interview. (laughs) Coffee, coffee, coffee. Red Bull. Yeah, coffee and coke. Caffeine today. Caffeine day. So, yeah. It's been a day. But, but, hey, at least today I didn't have to get up at, like, five, 5 in the morning. But I have to, like, two or three times a week, which is very, very exhausting, especially if you do it three days in a row. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not a morning person, so that kills me when I have to do that. That, that literally kills me. So by Thursday, I'm, like, literally dragging. I'm just like, okay. Can I be present? I'm here. Okay. So, yes. But um, I really, 
really am glad we got to do the interview, and he stayed a really super long time. And I was like, I was like, wow, this is great. You can talk as much as us. So, yay! I'm I'm happy that he got to you know stay a long time and got to talk and chat and have a good time. So. And we covered we covered more soaps than I thought we were even going to cover. We covered, like, what? I feel like we mentioned almost all of them in the span mm-hmm. of two hours. Like, all of them, past and present. So, it's like... Yeah. That, it was nice, that was you really know? Cool. That was really cool. Yeah. So, hope you all enjoyed the uh, throwbacks of, like, all the all the old soaps that he mentioned mm-hmm. and... We talked about so so I, I didn't expect him to say Dallas for that one question. I was like, well, yeah, I know I was, he he shocked me with that one. That. <laughs> like I was watching I Love the Eighties one day, and I was like, they talk about Dallas, you know, and who shot Jr. Because that was like the big storyline of Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I just love that he mentioned that. Um, mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Anyways, we're going to close it here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for staying with us, uh, being with us in the chat room, too. And um, I just love you guys. And I especially shout out to my Chad and Gabby family. You know who you are. I love you guys. You guys are, like, part of my day. If I don't have my Chad and Gabby family at the end of the day, it feels like a part of my, like, just, like, missing today. So... I get to I get to vent, you know, and fangirl with you guys. So, anyways, um, stay tuned again to Twitter and Facebook. I will announce a show soon. It will probably come this month for sure. So I will have another show. It may not be on a Friday or Saturday. It may be on like like during the week, you know, depending on scheduling and stuff. So. Stay tuned for that, and um, I'm sure we'll be back to, like, discuss the soaps again at some point. Um, So, yeah, I'm hoping to get more guests on the show when my schedule isn't as crazy busy. By the end of May, it's not going to be as insanely busy as it is now, because right now it's, like, insane. (laughs) And and I feel like uh, I don't have that as much time to do the show as I would like to, but I will. By the end of May, things will calm down. So, yeah. Until then. Until then. Good night. Love you, listeners. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Good night, Christy. Good night, Julia. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.